The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. The sports gambling podcast is brought to you by profit tired of having no hedging option. Enter profit. The only marketplace designed for users to buy and sell previously placed sports bets. Profit lets you sell a percentage of your bet, guaranteeing immediate profit while keeping skin in the game on your original bet. Sign up today for early access at betprofit.co. is the college experience and we are back. My name is Colby Dan, AKA the database and in studio, like always the round mound of rebound or the s- small penis of the South, the, the great Bambino. <laughs> That's retarded. Former, former, James Madison defensive back, huge douchebag, Tecmo champion, Te- current Tecmo champion. <laughs> Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. <laughs> Gosh, I'm feeling good, buddy. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Me too, buddy. You know, I'm cracking these Pacificos. Yeah, buddy. Back in the Southwest Cali, Mexicali mode. That's what I'm talking about. We got a lot of Twitter questions tonight. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of good ones too, man. How you doing, buddy? What's what's new? You know, gotta say, I hate to say this. I'm going to sound like a real asshole on a college football show, but I'm real glad football's over. I'm real glad we got our asses kicked by uh, the the guys. You're talking about from a coaching perspective, from a coaching, from a person perspective, football takes up a lot of time, but you know what? We shift into basketball. We shift into basketball. So thank goodness. There's something to take up. Because just remember, in the dog days of summer, you're going to be, when June hits or or July, you're going to be like, I need football so bad. I actually think that's why football is part of the reason why football is so fucking big in our country. It's because we have to sit through baseball. 192 games. Right. We have to sit through three months of nothing but fucking baseball. How do you do 162 baseball games and you still don't play every team in the league? Can someone explain that to me? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's insane. Like the Orioles play the Dodgers at the Dodgers. Or, or every few years. It's like once every four years or something. It's like, how? You play 162 games. <laughs> right. There's only like 30 teams in the league. We're going to play Arizona 35 times, times this year. Yeah, why 35? <laughs> right. Fucking retarded. Anyway, yeah, basketball, basketball, basketball. I mean, Radford fucked up. I, I did go two and one of my locks, but man, uh, Radford. Radford, uh, kind of doing doing work over there on the Golden Domers, the Golden yes. Golden Domers, Golden, very Golden Domers. Uh, you ever been to Radford, Pat? I have been to Radford quite yeah, a few times. Me too. 
That is a shit show. That of is a, a university. shit show. It's right outside Virginia Tech University. Yeah. This isn't a college basketball episode. This is a college football. We are going to be talking. This is the college experience. We can still answer college college basketball questions if you hit us up. However, we're in some big time weeks in the college football season. Yes, we are. Like this is where we find out we separate the men from the from the d- bitches. Yeah, and the, the, the I shouldn't say that because we have women listeners. You know what I mean. Though. I mean not females, like yeah, the bitches. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The little fucking pan, like the little. Uh, I want to use like unacceptable terms here, but I think bitches is like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, I like it because you're wearing a sports gambling podcast sweatshirt. Boom. You know what I mean. I'm representing company even when man. The two of us are the only here present. That's what I'm talking about. I still represent to represent. you, buddy. Represent. Uh, let's just hit, let's just go to the hotlines, buddy. Let's just, I could sit here and spitball and tell all this bullshit. All right. Uh, I want to just dive into the earliest question, which came, well, came a little bit last week from lay the hook. All righty. He sent us a couple, but we're going to answer two of them tonight. All right. And, and the first one I'm going by order. Chronological. Colby D rank. The below fictitious life event. One, East Carolina wins the national championship. Two, inserting your wiener into Jessica Alba. Ooh. <laughs> Three, the college invitational system is replaced by the database playoff system. That would have to be pretty high up there. Four, People commonly refer to Casey Affleck as the guy who looks like Colby Dan. <laughs> <laughs> These are fucking great questions. Lay the hook. Um, depends. It depends. You know the time of the year. You know what I mean. Time of the day. <laughs> time of everything. But I mean, the first thing first would be. Well, ECU's national championships haven't lasted more than a couple weeks in any given year for Colby, so those have to be pretty low on his pri- priority list because he's only thinking about that for a couple weeks a year. Jessica Alba might, but I mean the. <laughs> Casey Affleck was pretty funny. Uh, I'll go. Casey Affleck would probably save you the most time in life. Add add the most. Look, I am a single guy who's quick, who's out of a long relationship. You know, I get lonely with my dog and He's my cat. He's been stroking left. <laughs> He's been stroking right. Uh, I'll He's go. I'll go. Alba again. Sticky just go, pictures oh, it's of fresh Jessica too. Alba. It's fresh because I just missed the opportunity. You know what I mean? It's it's close to the heart. You know what I mean? It's always fresh for Colby with Alba. <laughs> uh, actually, I'll go. I'll go. Invitational system is replaced. Number one. Yeah. Alba two. Now, what would that look like? A database uh, playoff. Sixty four, like Mike Leach. <laughs> Sixty four teams. No SEC allowed. <laughs> no, I like the SEC. Look, I only hate the SEC because of what they do. Right. If it comes to college basketball, I don't talk shit about the SEC. Sure. But I will say this: the SEC isn't the SEC in college basketball. Well, my point is though is that I don't. I have nothing. I don't hate Alabama. I think you might hate great teams. I think you hate teams that have reached. I do hate Nick Saban though. Yeah. No, no. There's plenty of great teams I've liked though. Name them. UCF undefeated last year. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, I give praise to Tommy Frazier, Nebraska, all the time. That's true. 
What team hold on, hold that on. has been repeat national champions have you wanted to keep winning a national championship? Well, I would never want them to keep winning, but I'm Why? saying like, if well, you were with them from the beginning, oh no, right? if it was my team. Yeah. But I'm saying like, I, I mean, I don't have a problem. I was a huge fan of the 2000 Oklahoma team with Josh Heupel. Yeah. Huge fan of that team. Yeah. Uh, Although they were underdogs. They did come out of nowhere. I did like that team. Um, and then Colby's got a problem with authority. No, no, no. <laughs> but I don't hate like those Florida State teams. Like, I mean, was I, I hated those? Was Florida I rooting State. for them to lose? Of course. But buddy, those Florida State. But teams that's because it was in your conference. We're such assholes. The, you know, uh, Red Bowyu from The Waterboy is based after Bobby Bowden, not loosely. I it saw Bobby a, Bowden at a Trump ex- rally last week. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> it's kind of random. <laughs> uh. No, but I mean, look, even LSU, I'm a big Les Miles fan. Uh, yeah. I was going for, the, when he won the championship, I was rooting for LSU. Look, if they would have played anyone else that year except Alabama in the national championship, I would have been rooting for the other team because they were kind of the bully that year. They were- I just like Les Miles. I loved his fourth down and one, throw the touchdown pass when the clock expires. He He's but stupid. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> right. I, I, there are certain things. Look, pretty much I'm this when it comes to college football, anti-Urban Meyer. Anti uh, Nick Saban. I'll yeah. tell you one that I, I I've been loving is the Warriors winning these championships. Wow. You know what? That's kind of that's true. There's something very likable about Steph Curry. There's something really hateable. I didn't mind the Spurs winning championships. Yeah, that's true. Or the Rockets. It was only Jordan and the Bulls, and the media darlings you hate. Probably there's probably something to that. Yeah. Although Golden State's. Pretty, yeah, pretty that's what I'm saying, dude, You're all over the place. All right. Fair enough. I hate the Patriots because they cheated, but that's a reason. They gave me a reason to hate them. I was actually rooting for the Patriots to win the first fucking Super Bowl they had. First, like two Super Bowls. Of course, everyone yeah. was. They weren't the. Uh, no, no, no. They no. Were I'm still saying the when they beat the Eagles, that was the last time I was rooting for them. Well, we fucking everyone hates the Eagles. That's all right, true. Let's keep it going. All right. So to answer your question, lay the hook. I'm going. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going Alba one because it's fresh. Invitational two, ECU three, Casey Affleck four. Because the Casey Affleck one, I mean, that one is a pride shot, though, man. <laughs> That's a good point. Maybe I switch ECU. I don't look, know. everyone's <laughs> going to look like someone else. Someone someone more famous is always well, going to. Maybe people say, I mean, I get George Clooney sometimes, you know? You do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no. no. Uh, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> You were you were thinking about that, huh? No, no. I was kind of just waiting for you to like I got, crack. I got tough for grace before. That one hurts. That one hurts. <laughs> <That's tough. laughs> I've gotten uh the, the the gunman afraid to shoot in Saving Private Ryan. Oh man. I've gotten that guy. Was your neck like the size of a string bean at the <laughs> I time? I don't know, but people Jeez. people called me out on that one. I've gotten actually, you know what one that I've gotten that I actually own? What's that? Even though I don't think it's that good, but there are certain photos. Kristen did or our friend Kristen did a photo of uh is DiCaprio. She did a side by side and put it on Facebook. DiCaprio? Certain DiCaprio photos. Dude, this I'll reminds own that. me. I own that all day, man. Hey, of course. <laughs> of course you're going to own that. Colby, you're probably forgetting this story, but th- this one occurred when I was uh, on set doing background work and some smoking hot girl that I was flirting with all day. And we we're like, BFF. So I was like, <laughs> you remember oh, this? Oh, shit. Man. This is great. So uh, she's telling me, like, she's got a favorite. Like actor, right? Uh-huh. And then like I'm like I'm trying to figure out who it is. And she's like, you look just like him. And then she finally is like, and I'm like, you know, she, I feel like this chick is like kind of sweating me, you know. <laughs> and then like this is amazing. 
she finally breaks it down. She's like, don't be offended because I really love this well, guy. Well, no, she's trying to think of it for like hours, right? No, no. She, 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 it, this is only going on for a few okay. minutes. But Damn. like, uh, she, uh, and then she finally breaks it down to me. She was like, you look a lot like my favorite actor, uh, was it Chris Penn. <laughs> You're like Sean Penn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I was like, Sean Penn? And she's like, no, Chris Penn. Right? <laughs> the fat one. The fat one. The, the fat slob. <laughs> That's right? been dead for five years. <laughs> of a heart attack or whatever. whatever it was. Yeah. Wait, so, that one would left me like. I was a little hurt, but like, you know, <laughs> she convinced me. She convinced me that she really still liked me, that I was, I was, she was really attracted to me, even though like I looked like Chris Penn to her because supposedly I was like, she was super attracted to Chris Penn. It's funny though, but as you talk, I'm starting to see it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the kicker though. So I'm still thinking, like, you know, hey, she likes me. I'm gonna give this a try. And then I like hit her up. Nothing. <laughs> like, what's up? We should totally go out. She just like spit in my face and laughed at me and walked away. And I was like, okay. That's All pretty right, cool. fucking funny, and, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Cold ass bitch. <laughs> That's fucking funny, man. Yeah, so I'm, I'll, I mean, I'll take whatever. I'll, yeah, you know. That's funny, though. That's really funny. Okay. At Kai James 88, Kai Timothy says, do my Vols clinch a bull berth this weekend at home versus Missouri? No. <laughs> Although they've been playing better. Tennessee's been playing better. I went with Missouri yeah. to win the game. Missouri's pretty good. Missouri pounded Florida. Yeah. But Missouri here's the thing, gave Tennessee Georgia could, a game. Tennessee could play up just for the fact that... Maybe what we're seeing out of... Kentucky is that they were overrated all They season. were counterfeit. Yeah, they were counterfeit. I'm going to go no. I went Missouri minus the six points also, Kai. I know you probably hate to hear me say that, but. I think Tennessee may be getting better, but I think Missouri is pretty fucking good as is. So, yeah, definitely go Missouri. Okay, next is from, uh, what is this? Okay, yeah, Damon W78 says, don't really have anything this week. I'm still pissed Ole Miss cost me an early Christmas because those bitches can't play defense, 18 parlay, mm. and I fell a half point short. Oof. Well, Damon, not to toot my own horn, but I had A&M minus the points as a lock. Throw your dick in the air there, So Colby. let me throw my dick in the air a little bit. <laughs> a little bit there. Five and one. Five, five and one. And one. <laughs> you know, it feels good to be five and one, even though that would have lost the parlay too if I did right. it. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, let's scroll down the down down the road here. Uh, Eddie Del Solar says, "You guys looking for a catchphrase for the pod? What about using the mindset of how just about every college student approaches class, homework, studying, partying, and sex? The college experience, and then in quotations, where everything is optional." Hey, oh. Getting getting deep on us, huh? There we go. Well, let's see. Is everything optional in sex? Anal is optional. Well, it depends who you're with. Condoms are <laughs> optional, right? Right? If you're with the right girl, everything's yeah, optional. Yeah, if you're with a, a girl that looks like a linebacker, then, then yeah. I'd say you're... More than everything's your options, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I tend to go the other way. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, yeah. Well. It's like, let me not eat your ass. It depends right? on... <laughs> That's off the <laughs> off the menu tonight. <laughs> All right, but the more of these you have, hey, uh, that goes right back on the menu. That's dessert at that. There point. you go. That's true. That's true. <laughs> mm. um, okay, I got a welcome to the college basketball season database. I like that. Let me retweet that. Well, 
What's happening Buddy, here? should we just line these fucking shots up? I need to take this up a notch here. Just pour us a fucking shot of tequila. We got the Mexican beer. We're going to compliment it with some Mexican shots. Theme you night. Pour it, though. Theme night. I got I, you. I'm reading shit, right? All right? The best two to three game parlay play this weekend from at big time Tampa Tim. Thank you, Tampa Tim and Timothy Bodkin. I feel like this is just taking our top three locks and throwing it on there. Yeah. How about we answer this at the end, Tim? All right, we're not trying to purposely ignore you. We're just we we want people to continue to listen to the podcast. <laughs> so uh, you don't twist that off. You just it's like a wine cork, dude. I feel like you got to twist this it. Fucking I feel thing, like you got to. Am I that weak, dude? You definitely twist it. <laughs> oh. You definitely right. what a fucking asshole. I'm trying I, to pull I, the top you know what? off. I, of I haven't opened twist. that bottle of tequila. What an asshole. <laughs> it's been in this house for. I bought that bottle of tequila like a, a year ago. I'm sitting there about to break my Actually, wrist. Probably not a year ago. Probably like. <laughs> I don't know. Come I think on, it was buddy. right around the breakup time. Right around the breakup time and in the you relationship. Haven't drunk it yet? Well, I had uh, like thirty other bottles. Oh, well. you know what I mean? You're working your way toward this one. Well, I'm like, I'll be honest. Like, uh, I do like tequila, but that's like a cheap tequila. Oh, great! Thanks for sharing. Well, it's not like it's not terrible, but it's like that's like a twenty five dollar bottle of tequila. Well, that's like the most expensive bottle of liquor I would have ever bought. In yeah, my life, I know so. that from the fireball you gave me at the USC game. You <laughs> piece of no good shit. I'm still living the college experience, so fuck you. Yeah. All right. Cheers, buddy. And the best two three game probably we will answer at the end. Cheers, buddy. We got you. Not that bad. Pretty fucking good. I read something that uh, one shot of tequila a day is actually good for you. Was that written by an alcoholic? No. Most likely. Scientist, what have you. Okay. Okay. Uh, at Oshkosh, Josh. Really liking Nebraska money line. Oh, he has two questions. Thoughts? Yes. Don't, I believe both of us were on Nebraska, right, Patty C? I uh, believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure we both were. Yep. I like Nebraska. Frost has got this team kind of rolling. They're, they're, what sold me was the game at Ohio State. NC Nick's got uh He's going with Michigan, Michigan State. State. And D'Antonio. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think, yeah, I'm with Colby on this. I think the, the ball is rolling. I think, fuck, Michigan State's a good team, you know. Oh, yeah. But they did just get their asses pounded by Ohio State, who the week before struggled to get. And Lincoln's no tough or no you know easy place to come into and just. That's true, especially with Nebraska hungry and, like, you know, trying to gain momentum going into next year. Okay, he did tell me this, though, and I'm going to pull up the games right now because he said, I'm looking for, the other part of the question is, a favorite a favorite Moneyline parlay. Mm. Take a little. He said, he said, he goes, I got Toledo, Ohio State, NC State, and Temple right now. Well, this is going the, to be. I mean, the uh, Temple, South Florida thing is not a lock. I can see the Ohio State Maryland thing being a lock, NC State Louisville oh. being a lock, Toledo Akron being a or Toledo Kent State being a lock. I think you're 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 I mean Temple's better than South Florida. Biggest money. But I could see South Florida showing up. He said biggest money line parlay. Yeah. How so, many uh, games does he want uh, on that? Uh, he doesn't really doesn't get, specify. Yeah. I would remove Temple because I think Temple could I mean look, what do you think the odds are Temple wins against South Florida? Uh very good, but not like Amazing. Uh, like 60%? 70? 65 to 70, yeah. Yeah, because I think the other one's like Toledo against Akron. Toledo needs it for a bowl game. I think that's like 80%. Ohio State's, I think, like 80%. No, actually, Ohio State's like 97%. You know and who I think is a decent uh, decent lock? Who's it? Money line? Or not lock. But How about Georgia? Oh, UMass. But the payout wouldn't be good. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, money line we're talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. Wake over Pitt. You know. When no, you, but he wants see, a favorite. Oh, a favorite to win. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm reading that all back with him. Okay. The best play for a money line to just win straight up? Yeah. Washington, Oregon State. Without paying attention to, like, the payout? Uh, I mean, I guess he's looking for something not outrageous, but yet still still probable. I, I'll say... Uh, something that's going to win him money that's a, that's a favorite. I'd say Boston College over fucking Florida State's a pretty good bet. I'd say Hawaii over UNLV. Maybe. <laughs> Uh yeah. Because look, you could say the Liberty Auburn thing. You could do all those ones, but I think those are too outrageous. How about you, uh, USC over UCLA? I'll say that. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Next up from uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, hang on. I'm gonna check that later. Got a personal message on here, Patty. Nice. Um. Guy, okay, this is from M. Freerdich at Matt Freerdich. The guy. Your, your boy. My homie. Guys, first of all, my vote for the College Experience t-shirts is the quote, you better start thinking about yours. <laughs> Fucking very... Yeah, you got to love that one. Important quote. Also, are you backing FIU and slash or Coastal Carolina this week? I'm going FIU. It almost made my six-pack. I think it was my seventh or eighth rated game. I want to say NC Nick locked this one, correct? Yes, he did. NC Nick did lock it. As far as Coastal Carolina, I went Georgia Southern, even though beginning of the year, back preseason, I caught Coastal Carolina to upset Georgia Southern here. So take that for what it's worth, but I, I just went Georgia Southern just because. Although Coastal Carolina kind of needs to win the game if they want to go bowling. They have two chances to go bowling. They're 5-5. Five and five. They've exceeded expectations. So They're a team that I can't get a read on yet. Yeah, the chance it clears. I'll be real honest with you. I haven't seen a ton of them. You yeah, know, on film, they just aren't on TV that much. Yeah, yeah. they're on like ESPN Plus. Right, exactly. Well, you got to go way out of your way to find them. You know, uh, my parents live around there, so I was thinking about, uh, you know, the, the first off, ESPN just made a deal with Myrtle Beach on a bowl game, and I'll put it like this: me and NC Nick are looking at looking at making a visit to to see a bowl game there, but yeah. also, also in early September, there's a chance we could check out the, the Chanticleers. Game. Yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, okay. At one a bet, cash flow says, "Give me a plus one seventy five dog, Colby." We can do it both. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like it's both of us. Both of us here, Patty. Alrighty. Okay. So what he's essentially saying is, let's just let's just pull. Give me a second here. I'm gonna go over to mybookie.ag. This is this is actually the perfect time to do this right now. I'm gonna have a gateway in to uh, to what we should be doing here. And that is the college experience on the sports getting podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. What do they, what do you do, Pat? I'm pretty sure you play. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? You win, you win. And then at most importantly, you get paid. Boom. Get paid. That's right. Over at mybookie.ag, guys, come the fuck on. Okay, now, 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 what I want to do here is I want to go over to mybookie.ag while I'm on the fucking show, you know? I'm just going to go over here, bada-bing, bada-boom. Let's just look at 
what they have as a plus 175 dog because I want to be 100% accurate at the moment of recording this shit. Okay, logging in. Logging in. <laughs> we make for great radio here, don't we? Yeah, okay. Uh, but in the meantime, wait, what the fuck is this? All right, what exactly constitutes a, a plus 175 dog? What do you mean? Is that a huge dog or is that a... Uh... No, but that's, the payout's decent. That's what, that's what he means. Okay. Okay, so look, plus 175 dog. SMU beating Memphis. Memphis, I mean, SMU beating Memphis. Yeah, F- SMU beating Memphis. SMU would be plus 275 if they went out right. Okay. So that, from the start, not a bad play. Not a bad play. Very nice play. Um, let me just keep scrolling through here. You got Kansas State in... Uh, Matter of fact, that was the one that just missed my uh, six-pack. That was number seven. Nice. Yeah. Nice. There you go. So that's a Patty C basically giving you his answer right there. Kansas State, not a bad play. Plus 190 in Manhattan, although Texas Tech needs a win. Just like K-State, both these teams need a win if they want to go bowling. Uh let me let me just go through and just pick my favorite legit upset to happen. Um I will say right now my top I mean look, I'm a Colorado fan. Plus 230 in Boulder. The players respond to the coach. It's supposed to be in snow. Utah's missing their starting running back and their top two quarterbacks. But Colorado's a bit beat up too. Colorado's Missing their whole secondary is depleted. Their wide receivers are depleted. But it's in the snow. In Boulder. I don't know. Utah's a little more physical of a team, though. Either way, I feel like those elements favor Colorado. There's something they'd be a little more used to. And it is going to reduce the amount of scoring that happens, which often favors the underdog. So There you go. There you go. So, I mean, but I'm a Buff fan, so you probably want to hear something like, how about... Uh shit, that's one seventy, that one seventy five. Let's go. This is taking a long fucking time on this question, but hey, <laughs> I still dig it. How about Louisiana Monroe plus two sixty five at Arkansas State? Arkansas State's been a kind of a letdown this year. Or how about this? Actually, this is my real answer. Virginia Tech plus one eighty five. Miami looks like dog shit. Virginia Tech looks like dog shit. It's in Blacksburg. I would favor Virginia Tech, but for somehow, for some reason, Miami's favored. Virginia Tech is a better team. I still like their quarterback. It's in the cold. Miami doesn't do good in the cold. That's yeah. my answer for you. All right. That is my answer. At Pickles Rick says something about sandwiches. Uh, what the hell is happening here? <laughs> We're all over the place. Uh, yeah, we are. Okay. Let's just go down. Let's dial this the fuck in. Let's go. Okay. At Guys Gambling says, Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, and Oklahoma all went out. Who gets left out? Oklahoma. Which... Is absolutely absurd to me. Why? Absolutely absurd because Notre Dame does not play in a conference championship or a conference. They should be penalized. We've gone down this road. Their schedule is not even good this year. You know, the best team they've played at Stanford is like, it's like seven and five. That's fair enough, yeah. actually. Yeah. Who was uh, the best team they played? Stanford, right? I mean, they, the best team they will have played. No, that they beat. So far? Yeah. Or that after Stanford? Um, so far... The best team that they've beaten is either Stanford or Pitt, probably. Northwestern, probably. Northwestern is, what, six and four? Northwestern should have beaten Michigan. Northwestern also lost to Akron in Northwestern. Fair enough. 
Yeah, they don't have any great wins. Notre Dame's schedule is kind of trash this year. I'll, I'll because with that. the games we all thought were going to be hard games, like Virginia Tech and Florida State, yeah, they're garbage. Even right. USC is garbage. Yeah, and uh, so in a way, you look at it, you're like, well, yeah, this is a cakewalk, nothing. and you don't have a conference championship. It's actually the perfect blueprint. Right. Why is what Notre Dame has accomplished this year any better than what UCF accomplished last year? And why is Notre Dame a shoe Because you play a conference championship. You know how hard it is to beat a, a team twice? No, no, no. What I'm saying is why is Notre Dame a shoe-in at 12-0, but UCF, with a schedule that's probably comparable or better last year, doesn't get a sniff. Yeah, I mean, Memphis went 10-2. Memphis went and two and That just goes to show you, especially with right. Notre Dame, but I think also with a team like Alabama or any team that just has like a super, like, place in uh, college football culture is an automatic shoe in, you know, for the playoff. If yeah. they like do enough to like be close, you know, there's, they're never going to put a UCF over a Notre Dame. Well, what's crazy is I think Memphis's only losses in the regular season were to UCF. Memphis. They went undefeated outside of UCF last year. Right. See, and Notre Dame won't have a single win that is comparable like that. to that on their schedule this year. And yet if they go undefeated, they're a hundred percent in. And you also, UCF beat South Florida that won 10 games last year, too. Yeah. I mean, UCF got jobbed. And Florida's, yeah. and Notre Dame's riding its name, which <clears throat> Notre Dame really hasn't accomplished much. They got to the national championship, which even that was yeah. questionable. They got embarrassed. They got embarrassed. Um, either way, what, what was the question here? Uh, Bama, Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, and, U- and Oklahoma all went out. Who gets left out? Here's the thing. Oklahoma it has doesn't play defense. But so. here's the thing also is they tend to hate the Big 12. And you know what that, that is that's bigger than the actual product on the field? That is, from the from the moment the Big 12 was going to get depleted, they look upon it like it's weak. You saw it with yeah. TCU and Ohio State. Uh-huh. Now, I think Oklahoma... It's like Big East Junior or Big East Senior kind of, you know? I think if Oklahoma and Notre Dame play on a neutral site, I'm taking Oklahoma 10 out of 10 times for me. And Oklahoma and who play on? Notre Dame on a neutral site. I don't. I think even with Oklahoma's defense struggling, that offense, they're just, Notre Dame to me is still on the junior high level to me. You're out of your mind. Junior high level. They haven't played anyone. We just said this. Their wins are against no one. It doesn't matter. They've beaten everyone. Okay, but I'm saying, I'm saying. And they've whipped most teams. I'm saying since 1990. Notre Dame has not looked like a upper echelon where Oklahoma is on another level. Well, I want to, we could look up their head to head, but I want to say Notre Dame's beaten them a couple of the last few times they've played. But yes, traditionally over the last Notre Dame has not been for real in 30, 30 years. years. Oklahoma has been better than Notre Dame. Fair enough. Well, Oklahoma was shitty in the mid nineties. Okay. I'm just saying though, is that to me, Oklahoma, Oklahoma got to the top tier. Like right now, I still respect them. I think Oklahoma could beat anyone in the nation on the right day. Okay. Notre Dame's one where it's like you line them up against Alabama, that's a loss. A hundred out of a hundred. Oklahoma times. has a little higher talent level than Notre Dame. That's what I mean. Okay. It's like in the, the eye test, you see it with their quarterback, you see it with their running back, you yeah. see it with okay. certain players on their team where you're just like, they're on another level. Whereas Notre Dame, when they played ball state and they're winning by eight, I'm like <clears throat> Although Oklahoma taking Army to... But Oklahoma. Army's going to be 10-2. and two. Ball State's 4-8. and fucking eight. You Fair know enough. What I, mean? I actually agree with you. I agree yeah. with you, although when you win your fucking games, you win them, and Notre Dame is winning their fucking games, and Oklahoma may have outstanding talent, this, that, and the other, but... But they, here's the thing. When you win your games... Don't play defense. But when you win your games and you don't have a conference championship and you don't play in a conference, so there's not common camaraderie of knowing that opponent, you have a huge advantage, and that's why I would not put them in the playoff. Well... 
Agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, at our boy, welcome to UAB, says, in regards to the total, how, how deep does UAB push the Aggie shit in this weekend? Do the Blazers cover the total by themselves? Or do they get a comfortable 18-point lead <laughs> and just coast to the Jeez. end? Jeez. I love it. The confidence. Hey, what are they? Ten, they're 9-1, and one, right? They're 9-1, and one, the UAB Blazers. They're good. That's amazing. But I hope. I am hoping so bad. They're not going to beat a and I don't know, especially in College Station. Yeah. If they had to come to Birmingham. They'd still lose. I don't know. I think I think it'd be a game. It'd be a good, a good game. I think it'd be a game. You yeah. you underestimate what happened when Virginia Tech played Old Dominion. It's true. It's true. Let the UAB Blazers fan base. Let the Dragons fans. Yeah. Get more. Well, I guess Blazers, but same difference. Those. Yeah. Golden Dragons. Yeah. I mean, they produce good pros too, man. You there know what you mean? go. I think that would be a game, but since it's in College Station, they're probably which is by, in College Station is a pretty toxic environment too. Yeah, they're probably lose by two touchdowns. So. Uh. Let's go next on the question front is uh, from L33, Townley 22. Jesus. Got a lot of numbers in there, Lee Townley. Uh, thanks for listening, though, man. And I I'm appreciate the question. A shot. I need to take this up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Load me up. The college right. experience is going on. We got there my we cousin go. Vinny playing in the background. Fuck yeah. That's, by the way, let's just, I'm going to do some movie talk here, guys. <laughs> My Cousin Vinny, Whew. there's like five movies in the 1990s. By the way, comedies suck these days. So in the 90s, I, I, 80s and 90s have amazing comedies, even 70s. My Cousin Vinny's tops with Kingpin, Dumb and Dumber. Those are like the three that really stand out. I mean, I'm a big fan of a couple other movies. It's right up there. And what makes My Cousin Vinny so great is the family element as well, as well as, you know, the yeah. lasting element. It's got replayability, yeah. and you can watch it with any group of people and yeah. still enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, it were, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, was going to say, it's kind of like the ref to me, where it's like the ref is edgy, but yeah, it still has like a good... Yeah, a little like point message in there, yeah. right? You know? Yeah, most of the comedies these days are pretty fucking I mean, raunchy. But Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy's got to be up there too. Oh, yeah, but that's kind of the same. To a slightly lesser degree... Yeah, yeah it's almost like Farley started this thing and like... Hollywood ran away with it. Yeah. But none of them can ever touch Tommy Boy or Black Sheep or those ones. Right. So I'm like constantly annoyed at the comedies that come out these days because it's either like rom-coms or it's like the physical over-the-top humor and there's no one that could be like Farley. Well, listen, those motherfuckers for like Pineapple Express, like... Uh, I like Seth Rogen. I'm Danny a fan McBride, of Seth Rogen. Danny McBride, Seth Rogen. They were, they were hitting some heaters in the mid Dude, I'm a huge Eastbound and Down fan, yeah. even though he only plays one fucking character. <laughs> right. Good. Over and over yeah. and over. Hey, I still crack it, up, although one of those seasons lost me a little bit, but I still love that character. Like, yeah. in my opinion, they should do 20 seasons of that fucking character. <laughs> Never the season old. when he's in, like, Tijuana, I thought oh, was fucking amazing. gold. I thought that was the best shit ever. <laughs> and if anything, I thought Will Ferrell kind of ruins it. I forget what his role is. He's like was. a car salesman in that in that show. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. They, Will Ferrell's always competing with people in those little, like, you know, stupid, Ferrell, witty, look, like... Look, look, look. I, I, I think he's best as a supporting actor. I think he's best comedically as a supporting role. Like like in Wedding Crashers, when he's like, you know, Ma on the Meatloaf. Yeah. Although old school, he c- kind of killed it. That was like the peak of his career. But I'm saying his solo movies kind of sucked to me. 
Yeah. I know a lot of people love Step Brothers. I know a ton of Dude, people. Dude, I love. walked out. Of, that's one of two movies I've ever watched. <laughs> I, I out didn't of get it. In I, the I, I thought it was pretty, pretty. When I watch yeah. it now and I do get it, then I, I think it's fucking hilarious. No, but it's like overkill to me. Right. It's like, like right, it's guys, got guys. moments that make you crack up, but it's yeah. also like it's overkill. Yeah. Whereas like we talk about the ref and my cousin Vinny, those are good movies that are serious in a way, but com- comedic at right. the same time. Yeah. With those two, it's like John. Uh, what's his name? We saw him at. Uh, Who are we talking about? ArcLight. Uh, the fucking co-star and uh, what the fuck's his name? The curly-headed. What movie are we talking about? Uh, Will Ferrell in um, <laughs> Step Brothers. John C. Riley. Oh yeah, we were drinking with him at the bar. Yeah, we were drinking with him at the oh, bar. Like Thanksgiving, I think it might have been. Nice. Uh, cheers, that? buddy. Yeah, cheers. Um, yeah, they just go back and forth, back and forth. It's like, all right, we get it. Enough. Kind of like us. We're fucking yeah. assholes. Yeah. Our, our uh, listeners probably fucking hate us right now. Oh, no. Right now, Lee Townley's like, dude, I asked a question. You guys are somehow talking about <laughs> movies from the 90s right now. <laughs> all right. Let's go. Lee Townley, we got you. All right. You guys, I just want to stop by and say, hey, gives us a little clap emoji. Look forward to the podcast tomorrow. Do you think Georgia beats UMass on Saturday? Lee, I hope, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're referring to the spread right. because... Uh, are, are you a Georgia fan? I'm just going to click on your, 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 your page, buddy. And, and look, I am a fan of anyone that listens to our podcast, so thank you. He is from Georgia. Well, I can tell you this, Lee, and I'm sure you know this, because prob- if you're from Georgia, you're probably a college football fan. They're going to destroy UMass. Well, I'm the pretty sure. The fact it's scheduled is absolutely retarded. Some But they're chasing SEC trends. In there. They're chasing SEC trends. There's got to be sarcasm in there, right? I'm, I'm late to that, man. A little airplane joke. Sarcasm on... Twitter, I, I fucking just I'm not with I'm not there. Okay. Not yes, there. Georgia will win that game to answer your question. Will it be by 75? <laughs> no, the spread's like 43 and a half. I actually we all three of us took UMass yes. in the points. Dude, once I once you told me that the point spread that I had in mind favored UMass, I almost on knee-jerk well, reaction took Georgia. Well, here's the thing is like I know Georgia's way better than than Tennessee and Tennessee you know, is way better than UMass. But but I UMass I, I I have flashbacks to that UMass at Tennessee game last year where UMass had the ball with their backup quarterback in, down by three points, at midfield before he threw a pick with like thirty seconds left. I was like, dude, UMass might win this game. That's this is not the same UMass team though. This UMass team is garbage. No, but they have a better quarterback, oh, and Andrew Ford is a Virginia Tech transfer. Yeah. Uh, but they have a terrible defense, and UMass is O lineman, starting O lineman from last year's team. Starts for Auburn now as a grad transfer. Oof. So it shows... Rough loss. Yeah. It yeah. shows a little bit of Look, the, uh, I think Georgia is... Like, shows could, UMass, but I... Well, they could still... Georgia is good enough on defense. They could still win 53 to nothing. Yeah. But UMass does have one baller wide out. That's what I needed to yeah. hear. That's what I needed. Dude, he had over 300 yards receiving two weeks ago. Let UMass have a guy that can get it done against second team guys late in the game, and UMass will cover that. There we go. There we go. So I hope that answers Lee. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend if you can. <laughs> Shamelessly plugging. All right. Back to uh, at 40 pod, 40 something pod. Oh, no. He's talking Towson football with me. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I got I to gotta dive into that later. Uh, at Uncle Damien, do you see any value in home dogs this week? Yes. Nebraska? Yes. Colorado? Yes, uh, hmm. SMU potentially. Uh, yes to just yes to awake. He's wake. kind of on the wake tip. 
I'm on the I'm Wake Forest. I'm a little on the fence on that. I could see Wake winning that game. If so, that's what. Look, if Wake really just has an explosive offense, and Pittsburgh doesn't. And it's at Wake, and Pittsburgh is just. Uh, come. How about this? Okay. Pittsburgh might even be falling asleep at the wheel. That would be a Pittsburgh thing to do. Get it up, would be. Get up for the good games. Fucking fall asleep for the teams that they. That would be yeah. like a Pittsburgh Steelers thing to do. Yeah. Thing to do too. Maybe it's just the city, but. But how about this one? Uh, Oklahoma State. They're a home dog. Oh yeah, they're getting that's four a and a half great, points. That's a great one. Like that, that one, I actually was a little shocked at the line. All right. I mean, West Virginia is still capable of winning that. I took West Virginia by one, just because they've been able to get it done. But I mean, look what happened to Texas when they. I mean, Oklahoma State's kind of on fire right now. Yeah, should have beaten Oklahoma. Yeah, if they have a Oklahoma. fucking kicker. Yeah. It's just, but. Uh, other home dog action. Do you California. Like? Yeah, Cal. Cal's actually playing phenomenal right now. Cal is one of these teams where, think about this. Think about what happens if their quarterbacks never go down. I don't know if people know this, but Cal's on their third string quarterback, and their third string is much better than their second string, who was a quat, right? Yeah. Quat is meaning that a guy that is throwing the ball <laughs> all over the field, or running the ball over the field, and make like they started that guy against Arizona, and he threw, like the Cal defense was amazing against Arizona. But the problem is, is Cal's backup quarterback threw two pick sixes, right? When you do that, it's really hard to win a game, Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So my point is, is that with Cal, if they would have had Bowers from the fucking, I mean, they were undefeated when he was starting. And now they found this third string quarterback who throws. The second string is, is a more of a running type. Yeah. Does not fit the offense. Makes yeah. a lot of bad decisions. Mm. Cal's defense is amazing. Look what they've did. USC had six yards of offense in the second half. Held USC to, to, to zero points in the second half. It's a little bit rare for you to have a defensive team that is more of a passing identity on offense. Well, I'm just saying it's not even the passing. It's the turnovers. Ah. It's the turnovers. They're the, not the running quarterback. They do tends not. To, yeah, exactly. They don't even have a full on passing. He just makes bad decisions. Exactly. With the ball. He's young. Probably he could be good for all I know at, at the end of the day. Yeah. However, they could be real. I mean, look at the, they, dude, they were beating Washington State until the final minute two weeks ago. Yeah. Washington State scores in the final minute, wins the game. Yeah. They beat USC, basically shut them out second half. Washington, they hold to 12 points. USD is still USC. Yeah, they still have, dude, and this coach I believe in, Wilcox, was a former D coordinator of Wisconsin when they were their best years, in my opinion. Yeah. Their best years, he was their D coordinator. And I and clearly he's doing things with Cal. He and Cal's identity as a team is very Stanford like. So I even think this he was place, Wisconsin's defensive coordinator, coordinator in yeah. their best years. Yeah, with like uh, Alvarez, and then who was after him? No, no, no. I'm talking like the past three years before. Now it's Jim Leonard, but I'm saying it was who was uh, who Gary was, Anderson? No, it was Chris. It was Chris. Who years. was before Chris? Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Who's now the, the he's now on the coaching staff of uh, Utah. Okay. But you're talking about their best years under Chris. I'm talking about when their first two years they went to the fucking Big Ten championship. Yeah, that was their their defense was the their offense they were hadn't good evolved for like close to like a decade there on defense, but but their offense hadn't evolved. Where I mean, it, last year it looked like Hornerbrook evolved a little bit. Yeah, and they went and and they had that running back. Yeah, Taylor, right. So so they kind of evolved some, and right. this but year they've kind of it was okay. this year they kind of had both. Party shit in the bed. Like yeah, offense yeah that's defense. true. That's true. But before they were, yeah, a run the ball and fucking but dude, play I mean, stout defense. If you watch Cal football games now, Cal went from like an elite offense with uh, Sonny Dykes and a terrible defense to a great defense. And now they give like 10 carries to the fullback. 
They give like, you know, tight end screens and shit. You know what I mean? Like they 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 are throwing So they're like a pro style. They're team. Stanford. They right. are this is what makes the game compelling to me is that I, when when I see this, I'm like, dude, they could easily be Stanford because they play that same brand. Yeah. Now Stan now this is where they could also lose because Stanford's, Stanford's like been doing that for a long time. Yeah, exactly. So uh another but, one that I saw, um what one was that? Da, 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 damn it, I should have fucking looked at this before. Home oh, dog Colorado. And, yeah. Colorado home dog. Well, especially considering that the coach, like, they're pro- they're they're doing I mean, they hit him Ooh, hard. But McIntyre just fucking got the can. So maybe well, no, not. it's not official yet. That's what's crazy. Is that right? Is the AD is denying. Wow. Says a review at the end of the year. Denver Post is reporting two different people have said that at the end of the year he's been let go. They did a press conference, and McIntyre says, I have not been told that I've been let go. So I, I, what I wonder is if the players step up for him. Now, they are depleted by fucking injuries, man. They are really depleted. Yeah. Is Chenault still out? Uh, he played last week, but he d- it wasn't Chenault. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if you could tell he was playing to play. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, your guy that's at 100%. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, so uh, the, the whole defensive backfield is depleted. But in the snow, that might... And here's the thing. Utah's depleted by injuries, too. Utah's top two quarterbacks are out for the year. Their running back, who's a stud, is out for the year. Yeah. So... How long have these guys been out for Utah? Uh, the running back last week... The two quarterbacks right before last week. Well, so that's that's important. I I don't know, man. I mean, it's, I, I'm ex- I, I I don't think. The, I mean, I think Colorado's ridiculous to fire McIntyre. I yeah. think the guy got coached national coach of the year two years ago. It's fucking retarded. Well, Colby's taking Colorado to cover that seven point spread, um, or to uh, take the uh, a home dog action. Right? Home dog action, and I have Utah to cover the seven point spread. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to die hard with my boys, man. What have you? Okay. Okay. Next up, uh, back to lay the hook. What is Tom Herman's demeanor while, while getting jacked off at a, at an Asian massage parlor, (laughs) a aggressive, harder, 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 B encouraging, (laughs) nice pace. You have a great grip. You're a real pro C arrogant. You're, you're lucky. I'm letting you stroke the Hermanator or (sighs) D other. Well, I mean, Tom Herman. Uh, <laughs> I just love his. Uh, Pat was in deep thought. Well, you know, uh, you guys. <laughs> this is a normal question to you, Pat. But uh, I can tell you, Tom Herman's got a big cock, and, and I can tell it by the way he. Uh, anyway, Tom Herman, going? what is he? He's like, uh, he's got the little like, uh, what do you call that? Goatee, he's kind of a douchebag, mustache, he's goatee, kind of a douchebag. with like the the shave yeah. that should have been out of style like ten years ago, like uh, a little country singer or something. Yeah, I can see that. You know, Some Nashville trash. Young Garth Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Get the fuck out of here. It's over. Um, Tom. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say aggressive harder and harder and harder because he's kind of got that football like MO that I feel like, you know, he was trying to fight Gundy last week and, and, and look, and Gundy's a douchebag in his own right for some of his comments this past week. But uh, I thought he was kind of in the wrong with that shit. Yeah. Before we go to that level though, let me think back about when Gundy's going to be while he's getting jerked off here. Um, well, Gundy's a legend. Oh, no, not Gundy. Uh, oh, okay. Herman. Herman, while he's getting an uh, Asian uh, hand Well, job. he was also at a strip club with the fucking the, the wide receiver in, uh, from Texas. I mean, from Ohio State. It's with good. Zach Smith. Yeah, in Tampa. They were at a yeah. strip club. Um, five here's here's a, his, his silence on the whole matter while fucking Zach Smith is like shitting on him, which, or assuming there's silence. I haven't seen anything. Well, apparently, coming. Herman is the one that tipped it to Brett McMurphy. 
I think Herman would be the cocky fuck, you know, that thinks he can get away with anything. You yeah. Know? Well, and especially now that he's at the head, strike head me as over aggressive. He's not coming back at uh, Zach Smith. He's playing the cool role. Yeah. But he's clearly a fucking asshole. Right, right. now, he would fuck his ex wife, Zach Smith's ex wife. He yeah. saw him at a, at a diner mm-hmm. outside of Austin. <laughs> How long? Some how long is Tom? Hello, <laughs> <laughs> a little barbecue. Yeah, a little dude, it's a great barbecue outside of Austin, Texas. Some of the best I've had in this country. <laughs> how long is Tom Herman for Texas? He is under the fucking gun right now. What, what's their record this year? They and they they've won. Some That's close really all that matters, too. isn't it? They they almost lost to Kansas State. They almost lost to. Oh no, they did lose to OK State, West Virginia. Maryland. Ooh. Do you think Texas fans yeah, care? Swept my Maryland. I think this yeah. becomes a bad look for Tom Herman as soon as he starts losing. And, but if he can hold this off for like another year. I'll say if Iowa State beats him, he's going to have some problems because that means next year, next year they have the neutral site. They have LSU week two next year. Yeah. Right? In Austin, but I'm saying. And then all this like sex, like yeah. infidelity, like he's not a. Southern well, Baptist. I mean, trust me, it's not Charlie Strong. It's not like they're going to lynch the guy. Right? <laughs> Jeez. Well, I'm, they, they were given... What right. are you talking about? Charlie Strong I'm not, got treated... You act like I'm saying it from my own heart. Right. I'm saying A&M with Sumlin and, and Strong at Texas, yeah. they are, Dude, are victims of ridiculous they, racist what, fan bases. What I love is the, the term cultural fit. You know, He's not a cultural yeah. fit. Well, what a what closet about way to <laughs> right. say uh, we're racist as fuck. Right. <laughs> right? He's black, so he's not yeah. a cultural fit. Okay. I mean, the Kevin Sumlin shit. And this is the best part, all you fuckers. And I can't wait for next year. I fucking can't wait for next year because Jimbo Fisher is going to go. Check us out. He has six wins right now. He has to win both to go eight and four, which someone did for like five straight years. They get UAB, and then they, they get LSU. They, now, sure, they could win both. But even at both, he's doing exactly what someone did. Yeah. And you guys shit on us all offseason. And I know it's only year one. And I know he's recruiting better, quote unquote. But I think that's a bunch of crock of shit. That's what I think. And I think next year, you got to go at Clemson week two. That's a loss. Next year, you welcome Bama. I uh, See, this is, I think, even worse is when you welcome the good teams to your home. Because that means you're away games. Yeah, the ones you should win. Yes. So now you got Bama coming to uh, college Station. Right. You got Auburn coming to College Station. What is it? By having a home field advantage is typically like a three point advantage in your favor, whereas having a, a, a road game is a three point disadvantage. So for a team like Bama, that you're a ten point or more disadvantage. Yeah, having them come to you, you're still losing that game yeah. on percentage. And probably Auburn too, because Auburn's having a down year this right. year, and they're going to be back next year. Stidham's not. Stidham's not a senior, by the way. Just to let you know. Right. He's not a senior. And he shouldn't go to the NFL because he's not that polished. But I will say that when you come next year, I would think that's a very losable game. So therefore, you taking these games that were so yeah. much somewhat winnable, well, like Mississippi State, a, a, a team that like on a neutral site you might be favored by three against, right? Yeah. And then you go to their house, and all of a sudden you have even odds against. Yeah. Well, and I don't even know who they're actually. Uh, can you pull up their schedule? Because I think SEC's already released it. Who do they get from the SEC East? We're talking about A and M next you year. You better hope you don't draw Georgia. I'll put it like that. You better hope you don't draw Georgia or you might go seven and five or six and six. Uh, 2019 schedule. Yes. The uh, SEC's already released it, so pull it up. We got hosting Texas State, going to Clemson, hosting okay, so, Lamar. Okay, two so, really so hard they're two games. and one. Yeah, classic yeah. SEC move. Okay. Right? Then uh, we got Auburn in College Station. I still think that's, that's a very – I think Auburn's better. 
Yeah. Okay. They're going to go two but and two. that helps them. They're gonna go, no, that does not help them. When you have that, because before you would channel that as a for sure loss. I mean, it helps them in that game. It, I mean, yeah, but I'm saying overall. Okay. Th- that would be old Miss or something. Sure. As sure, opposed sure, to sure, last sure. year. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to say two and two. Arkansas and Neutral Arlington site. again. Well, yeah. you got to figure Arkansas is going to be better. They played them close this year. I'm still giving that to a and M's winning that game. Dude, they won by seven this year. And M's winning that game. Off week hosting Alabama at Kyle Field. That's still lost. Three and three. That's what you're talking about. All right. At Ole Miss. That's where things get tricky. I still favor AM in that game. But I'm saying is that before you had that as a for sure win. All right. If that's in that is that yeah, it's in Kyle that's Field, yeah. Right. Then you host Mississippi State. Then another uh really barn burner against UTSA. Uh, uh late in the year, classic SEC yeah, move. Good stuff. Uh, followed by a bye week, so you get two straight bye weeks, and then you're hosting South Carolina. That's okay. actually plays. That in their actually favor. plays in their favor. Yeah. They go to Georgia and to LSU to end the year. <laughs> That's two there, losses. How many, hold on, count your wins there, Pat. Your your thing. My 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 thoughts. Yeah. All right, they beat Texas State. They beat Lamar. I think they beat Auburn at home. I don't think so. I think they do. I think next year Auburn will be even better. They will, and I think Auburn is traditionally about three points better than A and M. I think at home. I give that game to AM. Anyway, one, two, three with Auburn. I think Arkansas makes it four. I think they beat Ole Miss on the road by a little bit. I think they beat Mississippi State. So that's what? Six? You're getting a lot of wins that yep, I would not. I am. I got them beating uh UTSA seven. And I got them beating South Carolina eight, eight and four. Either way, <laughs> you know, with a little see because I see this, I see it benefit of the doubt. They still are finishing as, yeah, the same that, at Ole Miss game or the home to Auburn, which the I same think record let's just go fifty fifty there. You're looking at seven and five. Uh, yeah, exactly. And once you're still again, not accomplishing what in seventy five, seven and five, and seventy five yeah. is what you're paying. That's right. For we're doing exactly what Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin was actually more consistently eight and four. He was seven and five. A couple times, but I think consistently. He, so he you're was more literally paying uh, <laughs> a million thing. dollars per win. Yeah, <laughs> seventy-five million over what ten I'm saying years. Is so it what making... was someone's contract? So you really like raise this? Like you, you. I don't remember what his contract was, but I'm saying it was a lot more to pay this guy who's going to do the same exact fucking thing. Yeah, they're not going to beat Clemson in fucking Clemson. By the way, record. Just so you know, Clemson's quarterback was a freshman. He'll be a sophomore next year. He'll be better. Yeah, he's pretty fucking good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's let's keep it going. Okay. Let me go back to my my data. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> at Paul Trombley, is Northwestern even motivated in this game against Minnesota? I have a major lean towards Minnesota because not sure Northwestern shows up at all. How many fingers in the ass before it's considered gay? From who? Yourself? <laughs> or Dude, you're sneaking that one in there. I'm already reading this. Um. That's the more pressing question. Let's be honest. Uh, you know, I've had this on that's... two levels. On two <laughs> levels. One of my buddies, one of my buddies in college, very straight guy, fucking pimp, Healy. Okay. You know, yeah. Pimp. I could confirm he's straight from what I know. He knocked up a chick. He's, he's straight. That doesn't mean anything, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? I know, I know fucking plenty of gals that have purposely had a gay guy fuck them to have, to have a child. <laughs> This <laughs> just went off the fucker. <laughs> this is a college experience. <laughs> okay. Uh, the college experience is brought to you by Oddshark. <laughs> Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as batting stats and trends that you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter 
at Oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Uh, I don't know what we're getting into over there. <laughs> Just telling you, I know. Dude, I lived in fucking Hollywood for a long time. I know plenty of fucking, I don't know. Closet. Yeah. Okay. Dude, I've dude, I told you my Sobel story. I've told I not on, not on not on here, but on the right. gambling podcast, they know about my very Sobel story. We should dive into that at some point. Okay. We, okay. Well, well, you let me know when, but answer you were going to go Ryan here. Let's dive into know. that. Let's let's make that a 3-minute story after this question. Okay. Okay. Um if you can do that. Uh It's tough, it's tough for me. I'm not like a, a people have always told me I, I had an ex-girlfriend tell me, you, you're Colby, your stories are so fucking long. I'm going to put you on the clock, okay. and you're going to tell right. us, all right? That means, um, you're, that means you're favoring her, you fucking asshole. She's right. Okay. She's a fucking piece of no good shit, all right? Okay, we can agree on that, <laughs> although she was cool sometimes, but no, she's she's an asshole. Okay. I've done a lot for her. You did a lot. No still, still. Still doing a lot. My credit's her. on the hook. Fucking whore. Sorry if you're listening. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, what were we talking about him? You were talking about Healy. Yeah, okay, so you, he told me that you really got to try and put a finger in your ass while you masturbate. While you, while you, uh, Wait, in your own ass? Jerk the gherkin in your own ass. I couldn't do it. I yeah, couldn't yeah, yeah. get that, past. That's actually pretty gay. Couldn't pretty get past gay. even like the fingernail. Wait, know? but that's not what he's pretending to. How but many he said how many hands? fingers in your ass till it's gay. We didn't get whose fingers we're talking about. That's true. I've never had a girl put her fingers in my ass. I think I've had a girl try. Uh, kind of clinched. I could tell one story, and I'm not gonna do it. Gonna say, told I you last week, and you were cracking up. <laughs> I don't remember, but uh, my wall. Oh God! <laughs> All right, let's tell that one. That's the one. That no, needs to be I told. cannot tell that one. Come dude. on, Are man. You, oh man. All right, dude. That one's gonna get. Uh, that one's gonna get bad. This is gonna get the best reviews. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. This is where Colby gets down to my level. You motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, this this. Scarred me. Still scars me, actually. I'll be honest. I, I, there's, been, there's a bit of hesitation. There's a bit of a psychological edge. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, I was living in Hollywood probably six months, probably a year before you, you came back out to L.A., Pat. Yeah. And uh, I, I was seeing a girl, and I decided to do the old, uh, the old... poop shoot. <laughs> For lack of a uh, more discreet term, yeah, which I'm, I'm sure... Just, I'm, well, I'm thinking about my mom that could potentially still be thought. listening. No. And I, I, hopefully she threw in the towel, Yeah, like in Rocky IV. No, poop shoe right. wasn't discreet. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I'm saying it was, it was a bit of hesitation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we decide it's a good time. I can't believe I'm telling the world this story. I, I don't even know if my ex knows this fully. Dude, we're not right? talking about college football at all. Let's go. All right, make a long story short. I was doing the anal plowage... <laughs> And and I uh, it got really fucked up for me because as down in the trenches in the trenches I he went Corey he went uh, AJ Dillon on literally that ass I did and and I got really scarred because like when I released <laughs> jeez we're going. how do I fucking tell this without being that graphic All right, All right. let's just say have you ever seen Commando. The movie right. with Schwarzenegger? Yeah, when he's okay. got like the machine gun just Yeah. Yeah. Rapid Imagine fire. like a like a You played just, Contra before, right? Yeah. Spread. Yeah, you, Contra. Get, <laughs> <laughs> or, you get the rapid okay. spread. Or just take a if you were to just take a bucket of paint and throw it against the wall, right? That should be that all you need to hear. That was the release. That and was the, it that also was went the all experience. over me. <laughs> and I 
was gag like it was just a really okay, bad enough, situation. Enough, You're enough. the one that fucking asked okay. for it, dude. All right, I didn't want to tell it. I was expecting. I don't it. even know my ex. My, my, I mean, my ex. I didn't even. She asked me Something about it. Something more discreet than this. She, she asked me about it, and You're I couldn't dive all the way in. Poetic about you this got me doing thing. shots of tequila over here. Okay, let's <laughs> point move on. is, point is, it's fucked me up still to this day. Hasn't gone back down that road. Okay. Uh, Next question. Of, I mean, oh gosh, what? I don't want to know this. Okay. <laughs> Keep it moving. Little. Little things. <laughs> little detour. Little detour there. All right. Uh, we didn't even answer his question about Minnesota. We're talking about this guy asked a question about Minnesota. We're talking about anal sex. Okay. <laughs> Minnesota. <laughs> Flex. Row the boat. Row the boat. <laughs> uh, look, I, I I went with Northwestern, but I thought, hey, minus two and a half. <laughs> minus two and a half. Uh, look, I thought this was a crapshoot. I could either easily see Northwestern <laughs> win, or losing this or winning this fucking game. Fuck me, man. All right, I, got, <laughs> I got Minnesota uh, losing by a field goal. A so crapshoot. Right <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Come on, let's how, go. How are we supposed to get a sponsor? Let's go, let's right, go, let's go, let's go. On? Okay. Um, at Hot Hand Gambling, Hot Hand Gambling says, are the Hurricanes going to be motivated? Motivated. <laughs> motivated enough to go into Blacksburg and get the W needed for them to get bowl eligible. No, they don't have a good quarterback. I, I would favor Virginia Tech because it's in Blacksburg, and uh, they're due. And I think Fuente needs a victory about as much as you need a victory right now. So so does Rick, but yeah, but Rick has this bullshit. I mean, who's a better talk, coach? Hold on, let's talk about right. this. I, I Fuente's proven more to me, and Memphis he proved more. <laughs> at Georgia, I have to disagree. What do you mean at Memphis? He he start. You you know how bad Memphis was before him? He's he had like a sixty percent winning percentage over two or three years. At Memphis. Mark Do you Richt- know how bad Memphis was before him? Mark Richt was in three yards of a national championship at Georgia. Well, at Georgia, I think every coach is within three yards of a national championship at Georgia. Well, he got there. He was given that job, and then he didn't fuck it up. Uh, I don't think – I think you're very short-sighted. Memphis was one of the worst schools in the country for like 20 years. Buddy. They had Isaac Bruce. They were still terrible. Buddy. Mark Rick has proven 50 times more than Justin Fuente has at this point in his career. I would disagree, and I am disagreeing. Jeez, oh, fuck. So you can take that poop shoot to your face, <laughs> all right? You yeah. Piece of nothing. All right. Uh, next up at Kirli Pa 22. Uh, at what number would you jump on Duke? My bookie is up at 25 and a half. Slightly misleading when some locks are duplicated, but thank you. I I like Duke. I like Duke as a play there. Duke, I mean, Duke's been talking about a team also decimated by injuries, even though Daniel Jones is playing through a broken collarbone. Give it up for Daniel Jones, a quarterback with balls. Gangster. Uh, but they did lose their best cornerback and I believe their best linebacker, and both were projected to be high picks in the NFL. So I Colby and I both have Duke. I would still this. take Duke. I mean it's too many. It's too many. I mean, Duke. Cutcliffe's a good coach. Clemson's great. They're going to win by 21 probably. 24 even. Look, how, how, how much different is Duke than Syracuse? Duke beat Northwestern, right? 
Duke did, did beat Northwestern at Northwestern. At Northwestern, buddy. There you go. Yeah, Duke is not. Dude. And Duke's the type of team that, like, with a pro system, is prepared in practice every day for a team like Clemson. 28's an awful lot. Just because Clemson's been destroying teams like Louisville and Florida State that are, like, yeah. completely in shambles. Dude, Duke uh, is not in shambles. I had North Carolina backdoor cover for me last week against Duke, but there was a point and I could not believe. Granted, NC State isn't in shambles, but... You well, had North Carolina backdoor cover. Well, I said I had uh, Daniel Jones runs like a quarterback. That, like they're at midfield with like 13 seconds left before the half. Yeah. <laughs> Not even midfield. They're at like the 40, their own 45. Yeah. They do like a quarterback draw to try to get the first down, stop the clock, and then they're going to try to throw for a first down and kick a field goal. Yeah. They do a quarterback draw for 65 yards against North, <laughs> North, Carolina North Carolina with a slow white quarterback. He's actually kind of more athletic than I thought. Daniel Jones? Or? Yeah. And this running play because yeah. I'm watching a safety not catch Daniel Jones. Yeah. And I'm like, how the fuck is That's that? That's really athletic. They somehow get a lot of like fast six, five white quarterbacks. I was anti, uh, or I was pr- like anti fedora being fired. I thought he's a better coach than, than people give him credit for. Yeah. When you give up a 65 yard draw, quarterback uh, draw. Uh, when you're, when you're in the prevent defense, I think you probably should be. That fired. almost takes like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's Talent. like amazing right. that that can happen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I'm on Duke on that. Next up at Sidewalk Bandit is the magic for an upset in the actual Syracuse football team or that stupid humid dome. Well, Sidewalk Bandit, they're not playing at a dome. They're playing at Yankee Stadium where I can tell you plenty of bullshit has happened, even though it's, it's a considered a Notre Dame home game, which means the ticket sales are going to be in Notre Dame's favor probably drastically. But they're not going to be like traditional Notre Dame fans, I feel like. Is there such thing as a traditional Notre Dame fan? Well, a bunch of fucking drunken New I Yorkers. I feel like, what is it, the Subway alumni? Like, the New Yorkers are probably as prevalent as... They don't care that much about college football, though. That's true. Um, probably in South Bend, you're going to find more loyal Notre Dame fans than in I'm sure there's a great Brooklyn. amount from, from, from Chicago and South Bend trip going out there. You're not going to have a rabid fucking yeah. Notre Dame fans in fucking Yankee Stadium. Yeah. But Notre Dame should have 60 to 65% of the fans there, and... Syracuse will cover. It's going to be close. Syracuse will cover. It's Notre Dame's going to trip up be somewhere close. because they're not that good. Is Ian Book back? I think Ian Book's back, right? He is, but he's not 100%, which is scary. Mm-hmm. I'd almost rest him. I'd almost rest him if I were them. Because, you know, next week's coming, buddy, and I might go to the fucking game. Cuse is ranked 12. They probably have a boner for where they are right now and want to, like, make a move Kudos off of that. Dino Babers. I like Dino Babers, Yeah, man. Nice, nice work, even if they are overrated. All right, next up, at Dev or D. Sevland. I will be in Austin on Saturday night wearing my Pat Tillman jersey. Awesome, by the way. Fucking awesome. Dude. Nice road trip. Before I even get to your question, I was a huge fan of that Pat Tillman team. I bet my brother. I don't know if you remember this. Nebraska in 97 or 96 was number one in the nation. Yeah. Coming fresh off of a national championship. I think it was 96. Yeah. They played at Tempe. I called that thing. My Was brother, Jake Plummer? my brother, bet me and Pat Tillman, and Squad. I think they won like twenty-one to two or something. They got uh, Arizona State did. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it was a fucking Nebraska. That's what I'm Arizona State has. You know they're undefeated against the Big Ten at home. Yeah, I did. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like they're a 
royal fuck you team. Like, you don't want that on your fucking schedule. Yeah. Like, we've talked about this. They always produce a ton of great pros. Well, they're one of those, like, extreme environments, too, where there is probably a pretty uh, significant home field advantage. You're down in the fucking... But I feel like they bring in so much more talent than, like, Arizona. Yeah, well, they're... Like, whether it's Chuck Cecil or Pat Tillman, Terrell Suggs or Jim Jeffcoat or or Gerald Riggs or, you know, they're Jake Plummer. They have just Darren Woodson. Correct me if I'm wrong. They have a lot of talent on these teams. They just are, like, the the sexed-up version of, like, the state school, you know? You have, like, your UV... They're the tech... Virginia Tech to Virginia. They're the... Yeah. What? The USC to Cal. You okay. Know, okay. Although now, Cal I'm produces sure. a lot of pros, too, though, man. No, I'm just talking about yeah. in terms of, like, uh, the state school. Like, here's an example. In, in, in uh, He Got Game, they're the Tech U to Big State. I thought that move was terrible. I liked it. You know what I liked about it? I'm a Spike Lee fan. I like that scene where the two blonde whores are fucking. Oh, of course, everyone liked that in the scene. Three way with Ray Allen. I wonder if Ray Allen actually plowed those chicks. Of course he did. It's Ray Allen. Okay. <laughs> this is a college experience. Yeah, and that was the college experience. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, what it's all about. Uh, at Mikey St. James one says, "What three stats in college football do you look at when determining plays?" You know, that's what's crazy is I don't get too analytical, uh, Mike. I don't. I really don't. I look at, I mean, I watch a shit ton of football. I'll Read that question back to me. What three stats in college football do you look at when you, when, for when determining plays? Determining plays. Like play, oh. play on where to bet. Play. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this guy's taking a power sweep. Uh, wins and losses. I also scored. think home field advantage, r- road victories. Det- I've always said this, and this is why the database top 25 exists. And this goes for college basketball, too. I'm sure he doesn't want some bullshit, obvious-ass no, answers. No, no, but this is, uh, I think, a very underrated thing, and this is why, once again, it caters to the SEC. Well, yeah, that's a good Is one. road victories, in my opinion, when you're 18 to 22, you're much more, There's a reason why Alabama plays a neutral site game close to home and also, like, seven home games. Yeah, it tells you a lot about the program, how they perform on the road. Yeah, I, and, 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 well, to me, like, Alabama ducks that because they're smart enough to know... The, they don't that, have to. Yeah, that they don't have to because that's where you name. lose football games. And I don't care who you are. Yeah. I even say if Alabama took more chances on the road, they I mean the, the proof's in the pudding. Look when they play Ole Miss. Look when they play not maybe not this year, but I'm saying other years, Saban normally drops one game a year in conference to an away game. The proof is there. Yeah. Ole Miss. You know what Alabama's like? Auburn. LSU. For some, for some reason this analogy is coming to mind. It's like a siphon, right? When you're like, say you got to get gas for your car, you're stuck out in the fucking wilderness, you got to steal someone's gas, you got to suck the gas out of the gas tank, right? And you're fucking sucking in gas into your you're mouth. You're all about sucking. I'm, I love sucking. And you're coughing, you're coughing, you're trying to get there, right? Boom. But once you fucking accomplish that siphon, the pressure and the, the physics of it make the thing just keep going. It's a... It's a uh, Never-ending cycle until it's all... Do you, do you teach your class this lesson? All the gas... I'm, t- I'm teaching physics here, okay? <laughs> so uh, that's what Alabama's achieved. They have achieved the siphon. Now they just fucking allow the the gas to flow into their tank. Do you know what I'm saying? They don't have to put in any more work. They've already yeah. fucking accomplished it, and now they just sit back and say, boom, watch my fucking dominoes fall, motherfuckers. And everyone else is trying to get there, but they're the only one that 
can do it right now. Well, no, I mean, to me, that's why the committee or college football in general needs someone to stand up and say, you need to play non-conference games. Or th- there should be things written in stone of saying, if you're going to play neutral site, that means you got to play one away at a conference game. There should be, especially if it's a neutral site game where you're the, the, the team. One away, power five. And a... And to me, like if you're if you're gonna do the neutral site and you're like have a mile advantage by like five hundred miles, right? Alabama takes no risks, and yeah. they don't have to. And we give them the benefit of the doubt. It's a crock of shit. Right. But I would do it too if I was saving. Although I hate them. Right. So when you, uh, and and that keeps the talent rolling in. Yeah. It's like they have they figured it out. Uh. So what three stats in college football do I look at? I would say main would be uh uh eye test. That's not a stat. That's an that's a stat in the database. <laughs> okay. No. Okay, but uh, obviously road victories to me determine how good you are. Defense. Yeah. Defense is huge. How? Well, I mean, Oklahoma had a terrible defense last year. They almost beat Georgia. Well, they went to there, overtime. There's an exception Georgia. to every rule. <laughs> um, when you have especially defense, more so in like the '80s and '90s. I feel like in 2000s even, but the 2000. Tens is less important. Well, yeah, because football is Everyone's turning, just flinging like the ball pong. around. Yeah. Um, What's another stat that's really important? Uh, you know what I'm looking at a lot more lately? What's that? Recent games. Trends. Recent trends. If a team's hot, a team's hot. Yeah. Uh, there's something to that. All right. I hope that answers your question, Mike. I don't, I don't think... I mean, I don't think there's three things that I look at. I mean, I don't know. It's a mixture. I do factor in like what i see there are three things you look at colby it's two balls and the shaft because you're <laughs> a complete a flamer okay i tell you get this guy out of here i fucking whooped his ass in battleship <laughs> beat his ass in uh you kicked my ass in shuffleboard. shuffleboard it's a pretty close game in battleship but a win is a win is a win all right let's all right? go <laughs> next up is at ronnie bedros Thank you for listening. Thanks for all the questions, guys. All of you submitters are awesome. Very fun. Pat is used to submitting in another form. <laughs> all right. I submitted my fucking... Uh, Texas versus DNA. Iowa State this week. I know you're big on, I- on Iowa State. They're way better in names, just like Texas is way better at home. Also, would love to hear your take on Zach Smith's Twitter rant. <laughs> uh, I went Texas... And the Iowa State thing, I think that's going to be an amazing game. I can't wait to watch that, actually. I cannot fucking wait to watch that game. I went Ohio, uh, Iowa State, yeah. even though Iowa State and Matt Campbell are Colby's boys. They are my boys, It's a three-point spread. I think it's going to be a two-point game in favor of Texas. Texas is going to get the dub. But uh, Iowa State really as the like road this. fucking Don't dog. This. Don't even fucking bet this. I mean, I would favor Texas. But I'm not going to throw my money on this. You're fucking not out game. in the cornfields. Yeah, I'm not going to throw my money on this game because I don't know how good Texas really is. Colby will not throw his dick up in the air on this. No one. dick thrown in the air. Here my my take on Zach Smith's tw- Twitter rant. Zach Smith is an is to me an entitled little bitch, but at the same time, I do think there's truth in there. I if that makes sense, you know what I mean. When you say entitled. Entitled to what? I'm saying the system has protected him for a long time. He's been a fuck-up for a long fucking time. Yeah. And this is the, the, the benefits. There's there's good and bad of the His benefits of His previous tweets, which I even hate having admitted, re- having read, 
because it makes me feel like a little creeper reading on someone else's like little shit that's going on in their personal life. But he did admit in a tweet to choke slamming his wife. So I can see where well, I didn't saying. even see that one. But I mean, either, even if so, I mean, uh... he apologized profusely after she accused him in a text message of choke slamming her. He said, I know, I'm so sorry. But look, like, I'm okay, not you no just marriage admit- fucking counselor. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, look, in general, Urban Meyer should have fired the guy a fucking long time ago. Yeah, probably. All right? No problem. Urban Meyer just come back. Yeah. I mean, dude, I listened to that Gladiator podcast too. He's definitely a piece of shit. Yeah. There's no disputing that. You're going to have to tell text. the uh, audience about what you... Uh, just listen to the Gladiator podcast. It's that simple. Aaron, type in Boston Herald or Boston Globe, Spotlight, Aaron Hernandez, Gladiator Podcast, any of those keywords, and you'll get what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Episode three, I think it is, when he's Pretty at Florida. serious. Uh, he's a complete scumbag, yeah. Urban Meyer, and, 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 and Hernandez. Obviously. Uh, but Zach Smith, look, like I said, it, it, there's no. I think he's a complete fucking entitled person. He was his grandfather was a, a legend, so I do. I think he's had the benefit of the, of the doubt his whole life. If it was another coach, if it was me or Pat that was coaching, we would have been fired. Long on, yeah. You know, I didn't even think about that. That's it, true. Exactly. And now, and now, however, do I think there's some truth in what he's saying? A hundred percent. Yeah. Not, or if not a hundred, I'm gonna say eight, like, I, I shouldn't say a hundred percent. I think uh, there's a hundred percent that he is. Going off in some truth. Right? Now, I'm not saying he's 100% correct in doing so, but yeah. I'm saying, like, he is 100%. I believe that there is truth in what the fuck he's saying. Like, what he said about them going to a strip club together, 0.0, like, doubt in my mind that that could have happened. You know? 100% chance that he and is Tom that, Herman, That's accurate. Yeah, we're going yeah. to a strip club together recruiting, like... Seducing Florida high school coaches together, you know that's probably just, the same one Hugh Freeze uh, was calling. Probably, you know what I mean. That pocket dialed for forty five minutes. And and you said I was a pocket dialed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I, I I mean I'm the one that I think there's both sides of that, but I I do think uh, he's been he's been given the benefit of the doubt a long time. Brett McMurphy, by the way, Colby it's, used a perfect word to describe this guy. What did I say? Butt munch. Okay. I thought yeah. I was going to say douchebag, but yeah, butt munch. He, yeah. Well, all these fucking... It's like when I watch Around the Horn or something. Uh-huh. It's like there's all these douchebags that I don't even know that, like... Just, like, looking like to Skip find Bayless a little Woody way Hay, to, like... Woody Page. Yeah, henpeck the teeth. What's the Bill Pulaski here in L.A.? It's like, these guys are, in my in my opinion, like, they, they come off, like, douchebags. Yeah. They're all sitting there with their, like... Like they 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 throw, will quickly throw in their political opinion. I feel like at times it's like yeah. uh, it's just fucking retarded. All these people are retarded. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sounding retarded probably, but you are retarded. Man. Yeah, but I am retarded and I own it. All right. There we go. Me too, buddy. All right. In fact, one of our uh, listeners told me I sounded like I had Down syndrome. So uh, well, yeah, I I say I do have several extra chromosomes. Yeah. Um, but there you go. Okay. All right. Next is at Spike underscore analysis. Or analytics. Analytics. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is this is a, uh, <laughs> a Bob Dan pronunciation <laughs> once again. I think this is tequila. I think this is tequila, <laughs> okay. man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you think the boss will show up at home against the Utes? You're goddamn right, I do, Mister Analytics, and. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, or are you packing in with the rumors swirling around the head coach? No. You know, because I think this head coach is legit. I think his players... Look, Mike McIntyre is a protege of Bill Parcells and David Cutcliffe. One thing I know about Bill Parcells, especially Bill Parcells, but I also think David Cutcliffe, too, the way I saw from Ole Miss, his days at Ole Miss, he's a player's coach. And Bill Parcells is definitely a player's coach. What? I guess. What? Yeah. yeah, you're probably Dude, right. I've heard. I mean, he was a Jets coach, and I've heard. I mean, there's a reason why Curtis Martin requested yeah, to true. get traded. Like, everyone. Everyone. He brings his players everywhere. He's Half not- the Patriots' first Super Bowl team is former Giants and Jets. That's true. That's true. If there's any more He's evidence. He's a true asshole, but I think he is. Yeah, you're right. A if there's coach. any more evidence of, like, if to me, more than any coach in all of, in all of football. Bold statement. Dude, how many do you ever see where they follow him from from everywhere? There was uh, the Over the Hill gang with George Allen for the Redskins. But they didn't the follow. Set. Look, look, Dave Meggett went from the Giants to the Jets to the Patriots. Pepper Johnson did the same shit. Yeah. All these guys. Curtis Martin requested a trade to the Jets from the Patriots. You know what I mean? Like all these players. I yeah. mean, there's literally, if you if you Google this, there's like they're way more than your average for for Jets to, or Jets the Patriots. Interesting conflict Interesting. there. Definitely a player's coach. He's a charismatic guy, much so much more so than uh, Belichick. Even though Belichick is a disciple, well, Belichick's a cheater and a piece of shit. Okay, all right. So let's just cut. Let's just cut down the brass tacks. All right. He had a guy that worked in the Naval Academy, fucking spying on other NFL teams, <laughs> literally using CIA resources. And they burned the tapes. The NFL burned the tapes before we could see them. Okay, what are we talking all about here? The evidence of guilt. Conspiracy theories aside, Not, there's no conspiracy. We know they burned the tapes before we could see them. No conspiracy. The conspiracy is what's on the tapes. <laughs> okay, Colby agenda aside here. Fantasy. You better start thinking about yours. <laughs> Ooh. Mm. All right, look, we said, uh, okay, we did uh, the Colorado thing. I think Colorado, uh, look, I think they're going to show. My point is, is that Mac, Mike McIntyre is from uh, Parcells coaching tree. Yes. He's from the David Cutcliffe coaching tree. I heard people speak wonders about Cutcliffe, even though he got fired by Ole Miss. Yeah. Afterwards, they were like, Cutcliffe's my dude. Yeah. So clearly, he has proven there's to be. a pedigree there that the players, to me, Stand up for these guys. Yeah. Right? Sometimes that's worth a lot. You know pedigrees that, like, were based off of players standing up for their coaches? David Shaw at Stanford? Not an obvious cho- uh, choice. No What do you fuck. mean? What are you talking about? Uh, David Shaw. About pedigree? What do you mean? Well, when your players stand up for you. Oh, uh, they did that for him. Yeah, they did that for him. After Harbaugh left, they were looking for a replacement, and all the players demanded that David Shaw be the coach. He has sustained that program for a decade now. Yeah, at 7 5 well, no, at like uh, uh, Rose Bowl victories. Uh, okay. Dog shines on a dog's ass. <laughs> dog shines on a dog's ass. <laughs> Something like that. It's uh, uh, even a blind dog finds a bone twice a day. Um, okay. I'm mixing up. Uh, even a clock is right twice a day. But there is something for, for Dabo Swinney was another coach that the players demanded take the head yep. coach position after having no head coach uh, experience. Okay. So that said, we were talking about who? Talking about Colorado's coach uh, under scrutiny, the, the the athletic department hasn't announced anything, and Denver Post reporting things. The coach did a press conference yesterday saying he didn't, uh, he hasn't been told anything. And uh, I hope so because Colorado was only projected in South Point to win four and a half games this year, 
Mike McIntyre is coaching for his job right now. So Which is silly. He was the coach, national coach, coach of the, of the year, year. two years ago. That's really stupid. All right, let's move on. You better start thinking about yours, buddy. I will. Uh, I think, you know, you're going off some rant on WVU scheduling Central Florida. Oh, yeah. Dude, how... how uh, consider this. Okay. Because the committee had no qualms in letting the uh, conferences determine their individual conference champions a few years ago, right? And that's what actually cost uh, TCU and Baylor their conference championship because they decided without a uh, conference championship they could de- uh, decide their conference uh, champion because they went round robin like unlike any other conference. Well, wait, isn't that the irony, though, on Notre Dame not playing in a conference championship? Is that, yeah, that, yes, that definitely is the irony, is that Notre Dame would be a shoe-in based on their accomplishments without a conference championship, but that exact thing would be and the thing that why cost... The TCU. Invitational is the biggest piece of shit, and that's why college football will never be as good as college basketball, because until they get an actual system that makes fucking sense, this sport is flawed. Okay. Continue. Okay, so now I've lost my train of thought. Where the fuck uh, Central Florida should schedule West Virginia, you said. Okay, yes. Okay, so, okay, what what uh what is Central Florida or West Virginia? West Virginia in particular... Gain. If they were to run the table here, beat Oklahoma State on the road and Oklahoma at home, both of which are very possible, finish the regular season 11 and 1. But the problem is, I think there's regulation. Probably ranked to 10 or 11. But what I'm saying is the following week, college football as a whole, the NCAA has allowed the conferences individually to act as uh, kind of sovereign entities here okay. and to determine their own conference championship in whatever way they deem uh, appropriate. And so if at the last moment the Big 12 determines that the winner of the West Virginia-Oklahoma game in Morgantown is the uh, conference champion and there's no need to have a rematch in Dallas the following week, then West Virginia is then freed up to play a... 13th game on their schedule like they're entitled to. Actually, it would be their 12th, just like Central Florida. It would be like it would be their 12th. And Central Florida, who has nothing to gain by playing in their conference championship if they won't be awarded a playoff spot, either way, they'll likely be the uh if they're if they're willing to give up a potential New Year's Six Bowl at the risk of potentially getting a playoff spot. Okay. And basically what you'd have at that point is assuming UCF manages to go 12 and 0 and assuming West Virginia manages to go 11 and 1 and and beat Oklahoma in the process you'd have two teams that are probably in the top 6 or 7 at the end of the regular season. If you put those two teams into the against each other on yeah. the last week of the season and then you have any number of situations, right? If you're if you if you're the uh committee and you value conference champions uh, like you said, you did a few years ago when yeah, it benefited yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're all the big uh, brand names. Where was the conference championship last year when Alabama made it without playing a probably the probably the biggest game of the year? <laughs> they right. didn't play in the conference's biggest game of the year. Right. That 
fucking retarded. Anyway, that's a huge game and a huge resume uh, I'm thinking about the anal thing you made me tell you. Fucking <laughs> jackass. Machine gun. Commando out of the Jeez, asshole. I'm gonna go vomit Hello. Right you know, the shot of tequila before <laughs> I fucking do this. Uh, okay, let me tell you this, guys. Let me just start off and tell you that I appreciate each and every one of you listeners. <laughs> this is a college experience. This is the college experience. And uh, look, you're tired of having no true hedging option? Losing that parlay by, say, I don't know, one leg? So are we, which is why we signed up to get early access to Profit at www.betprofit.co. Profit allows you to sell whatever percentage of, the, of your bet that you want in seconds, guaranteeing profit while also keeping some skin in the game on your original bet. You understand what the fuck I'm saying? I don't want you to, to don't, hey, don't speak, Pat. I got this because I know you're going to compare it to a dick <laughs> on a forehead, right? You the just ruined this week's profit, uh, profit yeah. ad. <laughs> profit allows you to, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but my point is, would be like, say you have a six game parlay, the fifth game hits and you're waiting on this final game it's navy at hawaii at 2 a.m and you got some time to reflect on this it's like damn i've already hit five out of six well here's what you do you sell you sell for a little bit keep a little bit keep a little skin in the game but you sell a little bit of that off so you can you know make some money just in case navy comes into hawaii and whoops their ass cha-ching you know what i mean Profit calculates the optimal selling price and percentage for your bet for you, making it pretty much like a no-brainer. For buyers, they illustrate the premium you're getting with Profit versus other sports books while giving users access to bet odds on the market. I mean, come on, guys. Profit is modeled after financial trading platforms throughout this world. Allowing users to see trends, stats, news, and media relating to their bets, all on a more modern, user-friendly platform. It is the one-stop shop for users. Guys, again, sign up today for early access at www.betprofit.co. You just don't fucking miss out on this. It's, it's all in the name, baby. Profit. Exactly. Who doesn't want a fucking profit? I'm a fucking profit. All right? <laughs> Hello. With my picks... All right. Now, at Moogster11 says, what's your opinion on Houston minus 10 against Tulane? I like Houston big. Am I missing something? You sure are. You sure the fuck no, are, not. Moogster. You no, know what you're missing? You're, not. you're missing my beginning of the season podcast, by the way. <laughs> top five preseason locks over under totals, win totals. I'm 5-0. and oh. mm. 5-0, and, oh, and one of those teams did it without one game against an FCS. Iowa State, 5 and over five here. 5 and 0, oh, 5 and 0. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now, check us out. My 6th rated game there was Tulane over 5 wins. Tulane happens to be 5 and 5 right now. They play at Houston, who Tulane's given some trouble to in the years past. And they play home the Navy. My point is, take Tulane in the points. They're playing good ball right now. Houston may get the W, but it was, it's going to be close because they're fighting for that bowl game. Their first bowl game with the Willie Fritz era. You're laughing at me, you piece <laughs> of no good shit. 5-0, and 5-0, oh, and oh, uh, It's going to be a crash. <laughs> Jesus, this fucking guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, getting, yeah. Uh, he made me tell that story. Dude, we had other stories. I could tell a million good stories. You tell that <laughs> horror story. That's the best story. one. <laughs> Jesus. 
all over my fucking wall. <laughs> Every time I got to deal with this, I'm gagging. Um, <laughs> that was at your place, too. So you it had wasn't to, my you place. Had to it clean the walls. <laughs> what do you mean? Not even that. I had to, like, talk to the girl after. <laughs> it wasn't like, fuck, uh, I don't know. Profit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Kyle's experience is brought to you by Gary Busey's. Uh, you know, he's Gary, speaking at uh, Oklahoma State on uh, November 16th, which is actually probably an omen for uh, West Virginia might win strictly because Gary Busey is from Oklahoma State University, and apparently he's going to do a big speech a day before the fucking game. He so, will dumb down any advanced yeah, kind of ideas. I, I just that, keep the quarterback room out of that uh, that meeting right. <laughs> and or that, that speech, that auditorium, whatever the fuck you want to say. And let's just go with saying, Patty, Patty, God damn it, we are time. We are at the point where we need to do our six packs. People let's do are it. listening. We're drinking. We're sounding like idiots. We we're are lo- idiots. We're losing track of the fan base here. I got a feeling they hate me. Yes. You know what I mean? Fair assumption. So tell me your six rated game before we get any deeper into the, the cesspool of shit that we're in. That our, our life is? Yes. Okay. Number six on the locks is Arkansas going to Mississippi State and... I like this one. ...getting 20 and a half. I like this one because Mississippi State's offense not necessarily dy- dynamic. They do They're have a good. solid defense. They're good. Yeah. But look, Arkansas has kept several games. I I, I lost on the over on Mississippi State at nine this year because they're fucking bums, all right? <laughs> no, Colby, Colby went to that game, and he thinks less of Mississippi State than he probably should when he went down to Baton Rouge. What's their best win? Their best performance is probably keeping it within 24 against Alabama. But they got shut out. They couldn't score a point. You can't fucking quote that. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Mississippi State's a decent team. Arkansas... Up and down team. I just think that based on some recent performances, they kept it within seven. Granted, granted it was a late cover against uh, LSU. Who was the other team we said they kept it pretty close against there? Uh, it was... Uh... I don't know. Uh, Kentucky? No, Kentucky blew them out, actually. The I don't know. Who cares? Let me take a look here. You're the worst. We're going to look at Arkansas. What are some recent performances? 2018. Da-da-da-da-da. Bear with me. Okay. They uh, beat Tulsa by 23, 23 nothing. They did lose a pretty bad loss to <laughs> Vanderbilt, but that was only 14. Uh, boy, this is why this is my number six lock. Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay. Glad you did your homework. So my number six lock is going to be. They're not that be... good. But Mississippi State doesn't blow anyone out, and Arkansas kept it close against LSU. Maybe no, I they... actually like the – I went Arkansas, too. Everyone went Arkansas. NC Nick went Arkansas, too. Because they don't have uh, Mississippi State does not have much for explosive explosion in their offense. <laughs> there you go, and twenty and a half points is a lot. Jesus, uh, my sixth rated game, Patty C, and the place to be is what the fuck was it? UCF minus seven. Look, college game is going to be there. I mean, the reason why I have the sixth rated game is because Cincinnati's only lost one game, and that was in overtime. However, do I think do I think Central Florida is going to cover? Of course, I think that, especially after college game, there's going to be that that place is going to be electric. I'm still thinking about flying down to Orlando, buying myself a fishing hat, some bobbers, some lures, going out on that that uh, Gulf of Mexico they got there, Patty C. No, it's, mm-hmm. it's actually the Atlantic Ocean, right? UCF. Yeah, isn't Orlando it's on the Orlando, Atlantic? Orlando, no, it's dead in the middle of the state. 
Yeah, whatever. It's a shithole. You're looking to go to Universal Studios. He's going to have a magic time down there. Hey, how how fruity were their uniforms last week with the uh, Zodiac? Like, they were all black with, like... I thought it was awesome. Stellar constellations. Yeah, if this was 1984 and uh, George Lucas was directing the team... The then bo- right, is that a reference to the book or the movie? Or or the year? Uh, it's a reference to the 80s. And okay. everything being... Uh, we just landed on the moon for the first time a few... Uh, 15 years. Fifteen years before. Jesus, you don't even know your fucking history. Look, outer space was still really cool in the 80s. That's what I'm getting at. It's not cool now? It's not that cool anymore. What are you talking about? I just read some shit today about we discovered pretty much in the equivalent of this this planet, an Earth-like planet, a couple light years away. You think for one second right now that outer space was as cool today as it was in the 80s? I think it's cooler because we can go deeper into that motherfucker. Oh, no. You're wrong. Yeah. I believe... See, Look see, how bad the Star Wars movies are now see, no, and then compare them okay. to the Star Wars well, that, movies back true. then. That's okay. true. But that's Disney ruining everything. There you go. It's because haircut, nobody probably. has any pride in outer space. Whereas back then, you no, would not no, no. ruin the artistic... Look, all right. You what, ever heard Neil Tyson DeGrasse Tyson? What video games came back out there? How do you ever say his name? I never Neil DeGrasse Tyson. I believe. Okay, but look, he goes on to, to like put Star Wars to shame on the, uh, the you know, the uh, physics tip. Impossible. Astroph- uh, astrophysics, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the point is, is that I find it better today that there's other planets out there just like us. So I think we're still, you know, not to get, uh, I'm going to piss off all of our listeners. That I, I think uh, there's a uh, good chance that there's a lot of life out there that... Uh, you think that's going to piss our listeners off? Potentially. <laughs> it's like, where is this going? Wait. I think that... Colby thinks that... I could... I don't know. I'm just we're in the bite, Matrix right now. i bite my tongue. Yeah. We're all programmed. We're all fucking <laughs> retarded. Okay. Right? Um, Eat a sandwich. Shut the fuck up. Watch it. Watch a football game. Watch Neil deGrasse Tyson. Have He'll sex. tell you all about it. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. My sixth rated game was what? <laughs> How did I go down that rabbit hole? You fucking sent me down the worst fucking rabbit holes, dude. <laughs> this episode is should be called the worst fucking rabbit hole. Probably three hours into this fucking thing. I've talked about anal sex. <laughs> outer space. Outer space and how you're a true, genuine piece of shit. Uh... Yeah, UCF was my. Give me your sixth rated game or fifth rated game, Pat. Fifth rated game, I got Middle Tennessee, uh, covering their uh, sixteen points they've been given against or at Kentucky. Look, Kentucky, like we said, maybe being exposed is a little bit of a counterfeit. Like we said also earlier, something that I'm looking at is what have you done for me recently? Let's look at your trends. Kentucky, not that much. Middle Tennessee has won. Six of the last seven games, their one loss at FIU by three points. They are a pretty fucking good well, team. They got a fifth-year senior quarterback. However, let me remind you that Benny Snell is a beast. Uh, their defense has some players. I can't remember the main guy's name. He's He's got a common name with like 10 different players. Don't be fooled by that number seventeen bullshit ranking that the uh, that is bullshit college football that is complete bullshit invitational. Committee. That's my point with college football. College football, dude, I want to love you guys. I do love you guys. I'm passionate about college football, but when you dive deep into it, and I challenge anyone to dive deep into it, 
and you will see an extreme favoritism. Well, you don't even have to dive deep. That's blatant favoritism. Any math-oriented, any first-grade yeah. math graduate could see that Kentucky has no business like being only doing ranked above to boost Washington. The SEC, and it's yeah. absolute. It's just fucking. It's just. It's not a fair system. All I want is a fair fucking system. All right, and four teams is not fair. And and having two from the same conference is just absolutely fucking retarded, especially when that conference only plays eight conference games, and three of them are against fucking sisters of the poor. You right. know what I mean? Like stupid ass Kirk Herbstreet saying Alabama at the end of the year has proven they deserve a spot. It's like, and they're being in the conversation as the best of all times. The only thing that's being keeping them in the conversation as the best of all times is the fact that they're undefeated. Once they lose a fucking game, they are no longer in that fucking conversation. Okay. You look at them objectively as what they've accomplished, and it's very little because they haven't played anyone. And, uh, I mean, granted, they've looked completely dominant, so that's taken into consideration. But if you want to keep consistency with your uh, approach to uh, putting my, teams well, in the my, playoffs, my, my problem is, is that he, you won't, he won't see the promote other, conference yeah. champions. And he won't see the other side of that. And that that's yeah. the hardest part to deal with. Corporate like, Kirk. If you could just see the other side and say, well... I see their argument because I think it's a very valid argument. It's it's not like we're look, I think Alabama's fantastic. They fucking have talent. Okay, they could beat anybody in the nation. However, if you look at it If you lose your last game of the year to potentially get into the playoffs, you don't belong in the fucking playoffs. You had a chance to prove that you do belong. Yeah. And you lost. So get the fuck out and let a team that might belong well, in. Well, I mean, my, my thing is, like, he's so degraded. It's like he's just so... So, like, by the looking book. down his uh, nose. And yeah. the book has never been written correctly in yeah. college football. And that's the problem, is that... And that's why, to me, as much as I love college football, I always... You know, I tell I told Pat off-air this, and I don't like to say this much. The end of the college football season always is a turnoff to me. Like, I'm always not excited to watch the playoffs or the BCS or whatever... Because it's never correct. It's always uh, about the dollar bill, and it seems to be. It it it's just not a true playoff system. It's like where I, the NCAA tournament to me is the most beautiful. It, it's deserving. It's deserving. Like anyone, you can't cheat it. You can't cheat it. Right. You cannot fucking cheat it. Mathematically, you can't cheat it. And then that's that's the beauty in it. And and to me, like it's just it's a shame because I, we have the resources now to make this thing happen. And we trip on this stupid bullshit like last year. Tradition. You know what I mean? And it's retarded. And, and I don't care if you're an SEC fan or, or whatever division it would be. I don't, I don't even hate the SEC. It's whatever. The, the ACC schedules eight games. I still have issues with it. At least they do play road games against non-Power 5 games mm-hmm. or teams. I respect that. However, I think there should be a commissioner that steps up and says, hey, Nine conference games for all you pieces of shit. I like that. Right? If you all do nine, you schedule one power five. If you want to schedule two, that's on you. It is a pretty glaring like uh, advantage to have eight conference games instead well, of Well, especially when you don't even play an away game. Right. Alabama. What I read this stat earlier. They haven't. They're the only power five school out of the nation, the entire nation that, that has played. not played an away power five game since 2011. Nine conference power five game. Yeah. yeah, non-conference. Yeah. That, what Since the 2011, fuck? 2011, that's a long If anything, time. it should be the opposite. The team that's recruiting the best should play more. Should challenge themselves a little bit, yeah. That is such, and if you don't sit there on the committee and look at that and say, that's a huge fucking problem. Yeah. 
then you're a fucking fraud. And I'm yeah. talking to you, ass neck Frank Beamer, and all you other motherfuckers on the committee. Your shit is flawed. Calling you out by name, motherfuckers. All right. Now, my fifth right. rated game is I got... <laughs> this is the college experience. <laughs> I got... Uh, this is probably running really fucking long, too, dude. I haven't even looked. My dick's running really fucking long. Uh, no Jesus. one's complaining yet. Uh, we Except got... that's a lie, but whatever. What's It's a Mac game. Where the fuck is... Oh, we got Akron at home against Bowling Green. Look, Bowling Green was my number one play of the season coming into the season, under five and a half wins. They've won two games, guys, and there was a reason why they fired their coach, Mike Jenks. I know what the fuck I'm talking about, and Akron here is going to cover, because Akron's still playing for a bowl. So give me the zips to take care of business at home by more than seven. Are you kidding me? I love this play. Boom. Love it, Pat. I like it, too. Give me your fourth-rated play. Number four, we got Ohio State going to Maryland. I love this. Ohio State giving 14 and a half. Maryland having extreme dysfunction. Ohio State just whipping Michigan State's ass. A week before that, Michigan State whipping Maryland's ass. Transitive properties don't always work out, but in this situation, I do think that 14 and a half is quite a bit low for the amount, especially with Ohio State now trying to get to the playoff and having a little style points matter. Uh, They're going to whip Maryland's ass. Exactly. You know something about dysfunction. My whole life is erectile. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. And uh, <laughs> and you can relate with those terrapins. Put put you know they're, they're terrapins. They're turtles. They're turtles. Keep the head in the shell. Keep the head <laughs> in the my shell. Philosophy <laughs> for life. <laughs> Uncircumcised. <This> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Okay, but I agree with you 100. percent I'm on Ohio State. Uh yeah. I think this this made this didn't make my top six, but it's on my top. Like I'm circumcised, by the way. I'm circumcised. <laughs> I don't have a weird uh, little thing on my uh, dick. Although I just... I hear that the circum uh, uncircumcised penis has more pleasure receptors than the circumcised penis. A little mad at my Look, parents. I can find the article that could tell me anything about fucking anything. You know what I mean? Like if you search. No, I think it's pretty well really? like really documented. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. There's a couple like nice things in there, but then you have to like. Uh, Unlike sheath it, which is I feel like kind of cool, you know. You're like here, wait for me to like sheath? show you this sheath. Is that yeah? It's like it's your sword. Is that a uh... you take it out of its sheath? <laughs> I don't spell know. Spell that. Spell that for me. But then you get that wrinkled up weird thing going on. Okay. All right. Look, my number four game is Virginia <laughs> at Georgia Tech. The Cavaliers are gonna unravel that big old dick of theirs. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall is going to... Look, he, he studies the triple option. If you watched him at BYU, he was very successful against Air Force in New Mexico, and he was, he's was he been very successful against Georgia Tech. The one flaw would be the bowl game against Navy, and I think this is the chance for him to make a point with his defense to say, fix, to right their wrongs, to dot their lowercase j's. You know what I mean? Mm. This is the This is the time they're going to do it. Yeah, it does seem like the uh, there is a ebb and flow of the ACC Coastal, and Virginia, after losing a critical game against Pittsburgh, would be in position to get the W. And Georgia Tech, having had pretty recent success, well, you went with UVA too. I did go with UVA. I think I was tempted to go with with the spread being six and a half. The first thought that popped in my head was Georgia Tech by seven, because I think at home they're a little bit better of a team. Tough environment, right? 
Well, not really. That's the whole point. I'm okay, saying. right. And because UVA is a disciplined squad, and you know, with motivation and the ACC Coastal being what it is, I see them keeping it within like a few points, maybe like a four point game, which favors UVA. There you go. And UVA is going to win the thing. Give me your third rated game. Number three. And this is where I, you know, I say this with confidence. We uh, share the same third rated game, by the way. Who knows what the fuck is going to happen here? But what? I'm pretty sure what's gonna happen here. I'm but who knows? Sure it's always a fucking crapshoot with college football. But this is the proverbial triple lock. Um, we got together number three, Colby. Let's say it. NC, NC State, State at over Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Yep. That's the play here. Look, Louisville's terrible. NC State's coming off a loss. They only, they have six wins. They're bowl eligible, but they need to press it more if they want to get in a better bowl. They got to win this game. And Ryan Finley, dude, the Louisville defense has been as bad as bad as, as Pat's Tecmo Bowl game. Mm. So 17-13. Yeah. But I was the Bears. Took a gamble. You went with your favorite team. I took a gamble. All right. Excuses. Convenient. I mean, if you want to dial it up Maybe right now, slightly valid. You'll throw a pizza on the fucking roof like that kid tweeted <laughs> at us. All right. I like that. That had me laughing. That was a great tweet. I don't mean kid either. That great human being. That, Adult uh, man. Yeah, but NC State's got this. It's got this in the bag. Just book, book it right now. Louisville's fucking terrible. Louisville sucks. They just fire yeah. their coach. They fucking suck. They're absolutely terrible. It's not like they have some coach in waiting that, like, they're waiting to promote. Like, they're in complete turmoil, and NC State is a pretty decent team. All right, now give me your number two play. Number two play is USC going to UCLA. What the fuck, you... You stealing my shit. Oh, we're on the same fucking page here. Okay. This is my number one play. Oh, that's your number one. All right. Well, I guess you should tell us more about it than I can. Look, it's this simple. Clay Helton's coaching for his life. UCLA's, they don't have much talent. They don't. And that's really, like Chip Kelly's got them playing about as best as they possibly can be playing with their lack of talent. He's going to turn that corner. I don't care what you say. These people that these unrealistic LA sports fans that think he should be bought out after his first year, they're fucking Ridiculous. idiots. And uh, he's going to get things fixed. However, Clay Helton's coaching for his job, and they still might fire him after this, but he's going to get the dub, and it's going to be more than, by more than three points. Three and a half. Well, uh, you can't get a half point football well, yeah. bet. It will be, more. yeah, you're correct. More than three points, four or more. Um, yeah. That's exactly it, and that's what and it comes down to. to. More talented every single position. That's every right. single position. I don't have to add anything more, and no. I have nothing more to add. It's UCLA is way more talented, and UCLA has a lot more to play for. Okay, so. so give me your fucking number one play. Number one play. Come on now. Boston so College. No, I got to give my number two play. Okay. You fucked it all Why up. Why don't you go to number two first? I got Washington State taking care of Arizona in Pullman. Look, it's supposed to be like 20 degrees there. That's a big factor. Clay Tate can't even throw a pass in, in uh, a consistent pass in 90 degrees than he can in fucking 20. Are you kidding me? And Washington State, Gardner Minshew, East Carolina transfer. He knows about being able to do that extra keg stand when you don't want to. You know what I mean? You don't want to. That's <laughs> no, all about it. You, you, that's what I'm saying. This, How what cool this is game Washington is. State? How fun is Washington They've State? Always, dude, you know that's been... That's Colby's, like, I can attest to this. My first, first love, maybe? Dude, check us out. My fir- Look, I was a Colorado fan because my oldest brother, my oldest brother, not NC Nick, yeah, is a, was a diehard Notre Dame fan. J-Rod. Was a diehard Notre Dame fan, and yeah. I 
saw Notre Dame in Colorado in 89 in the national championship. Yeah. And Colorado should have won that game. A lot of bullshit happened. And then they played again in 90 in the national championship. So I had Colorado became my team. Colorado is great. I never went to Colorado. Nothing. It became my team because I hate my brothers and I like seeing them in misery. (laughs) All right. With sports, that's kind of the beauty of it. (laughs) And they'll probably say the same about me. Of course. Right. However, me and NC Nick do share. I do believe we were watching. See, because back in the day, we grew up on the East Coast, so you didn't get these games on the West Coast. Yeah. Pac-12 so after dark in wasn't 92, a thing yet. I think it was 92, because I want to say Bledsoe was the quarterback of the Washington State Cougars. Yeah. We caught the Apple Cup in the snow. Very late at night for some kids that were Incredible. probably 9, 10 years old. Yeah. And uh, we loved Washington State's uniforms. We loved kind of just, like, everything about them. Drew A.B. I mean, I think they were upsetting. If not, if not, I don't know if they won that game from my recollection, but I became a Washington State fan that day. Same with my brother, because so as a kid, you love snow football. So that makes we're it sitting better. on 28 years here as a Wazoo fan. Yes. And it broke my heart when Colorado joined the Pac-12 because that made me then, because Wazoo has always been my favorite to win the Pac-12. All right. And now we've got a decision Colorado, to yeah, make. Yeah, now it's fucked, it fucked everything up. Fucking realignment. That said, fucking... Uh, Wazoo's going to win. Mike Leach, the legend. Leach Leach is the greatest. Wazoo's cool. You find it ironic that Mike Leach, you know, they thought he was going to suck this year. Everyone did. I listened to a lot of publications. They said five, six wins. Yeah. Having a great year showing how great of a coach he is. But find it ironic. They said he couldn't find a a quarterback when he went to a pirate. (laughs) Wait. He's pro. You know, he's big into pirates. I know he's into a pirate. Gardner Minshew was a pirate for East Carolina the past couple of years. I did not know that. So he shot that cannon off. Boom. A pirate leading them, hopefully, to a national championship. It's got to be cold as shit. People in Arizona can't play in cold-ass weather, and that's why uh, this is a a shoe-in. It's not my number one play. It's my number two play. And chase it. Chase it, because that is going to hit. Pat, hit me with your number one play so we can get the fuck out of this podcast. Number one play is just a fucking matter of, like, mathematics. You got Boston College going to Florida State. Boston College is a way better team than Florida State. Will there be a guy reading a book in the stands at Florida State? Probably. I think so, too. Florida State is absolute garbage. Uh, their team has likely given up on them. Offensive line is just like Swiss cheese. Boston College, you know, had a big Physical game. Defense. It's not the type of game you have a letdown after because you were the underdog in the first place. Okay. And they, I mean, come on, this team's ready to, to to show that they're not as bad as that performance. Anthony Brown got knocked out. I don't know if he's playing. However, that team is physical enough that Florida State probably Florida is not, State fucking that's sucks, buzz and that's saw. it. That's a buzzsaw. They don't want they don't want any piece of that. One and a half points. Florida State living off its name name this late in the season is insane, but they're somehow doing it. I guess people have a very long memory, but either way, Boston College will. Likely butt fuck them. What scares so. me is Boston College never has a good kicker. Never has a Florida State sucks. That's yeah. it. Okay. Florida I, agree. State sucks. I agree. I'm going I picked BC on my spreadsheet. It just wasn't top six. Yeah. All right. So guys, this is the college experience, and we appreciate each and every one of you people that have tweeted us, listened to us, whatever you want to say, told a friend about us. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I know we're beers deep, but I really appreciate it. You guys have made this thing really cool for us. You guys are awesome. And what we would like you to do, because we give these picks out for free, and I think we're pretty good. Been doing this for a few years here. Uh, Patty C's brand new to it, and he's doing pretty good. So 
I think all we really ask is that you tell somebody, a friend of yours that likes sports or whatever, if they don't like sports, tell them to like sports. Um, and leave us an iTunes review if you can. If you go to iTunes and type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network, I'd appreciate it. You come, It pops up. You leave a nice little review because that's what really means a lot to us, guys. I don't ask. Look, if these I went 5-1 and one last week. Did I ask anyone for 20, about 20 bucks in my Venmo account? No. I've had people try to tell me, oh, let's, let's, why don't you do, why don't you, uh, you know, you should pay, you should have people pay for your picks. Fuck that. Keep it free. Just like this whole fucking awesome experience that I'm having. However, just tell some friends, man. We want to be the number one sports gambling podcast in the world. And we think it's very possible. And we we think we already are there, but we still need you guys. So if you could do that, it'd be great. You can follow us on Twitter. Well, at SGP Network on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Colby D. We appreciate it. If any of you guys are ever in the Los Angeles area, shoot me a direct message on Twitter or tweet me. I will try my best to meet up with you guys and buy you a beer or a drink or whatever and just bullshit with you guys because I greatly appreciate you guys. This is the college experience. Patty C. He's probably passed out right now. He's losing it. Fucking guy. Thank you for listening. Signing off. Thank you.